All right, Leadheads, welcome back to the Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 203. 203. Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is Zeke. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody recognize that voice? I don't know who the hell he is. Oh, you cuss now. That's the awesome thing. I don't, yeah. I was like, the hell with bleeping out all the cussing. That's what people like. Let me rephrase that. It's not that Marty never cussed as a person. It's just on Talking Lead, we bleeped it out. (laughs) We bleep it out or edit it out, and I just... I was like, that just takes away from the whole feel of the show. So yeah. sorry, I'm sorry <laughs> if your kids are listening, but you know, you know, we're educational and we keep it clean for the most part. We don't just what's the word? You know, Tourette's. I'm always reaching for words. Tourette's. <laughs> Tourette's. I mean, we just don't intentionally just cuss and do all that. But like I just did. Like Zeke just did. Welcome back, Zeke. Thank you. Um, Zeke was on. I keep smiling at the camera thinking that we're doing video doing too. Live video. Yeah, we've got all but zero people watching us right now, so hey. <laughs> smile for the camera. <laughs> That's another thing that I don't do is live. You asked me to do a live uh, show with you on the... I'll get you on one. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think well, I'm what, what made I'll for do, live. What I'll do is I'll invite you to some bar downtown on Saturday, Friday night. Well, you know I'll do that. And then we'll just keep you out until three thirty, and then we'll just drive to the radio station and do a live show. That would probably be the best bet that that would happen. Yeah, <laughs> it would probably be the best episode ever. <laughs> it'd probably be your last on live radio, but it'd be it would, the best. Yeah, the dump button would be used every minute. <laughs> so the Squatch is joining us. Uh, he he joined us three or four episodes ago uh, at NRA. Uh, yep. You set in on the Team Clevenger interview. Mm-hmm. When uh, that was fun. Nikki and Heath uh, were on, yeah, they're great people. I was just on their show the night before last, uh, the Shooter's Mindset. Oh, nice! And they do it's, well. Uh, oh, what is that guy's name? Dustin. It's a last name. Anthony Cruz. Yeah, Anthony or, Cruz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Cruz does that show. So it was Anthony and Dustin and uh, Nikki. Heath Heath was working, I guess. Nice. But that was live, so yeah, I guess I did do a live one. Well, there you go. That was live. But it wasn't like radio where I got to watch what I say and you know, <laughs> the FCC's monitoring and they're going to come after me, you know? So. Yeah, that's a, when they told us they, they hit a dump button once when we were doing one of the live shows. And I asked them, I said, well, what happens if you let the dump button sl- slip? He goes, oh, it's a fine. I was like, well, to, to us or to you guys? And they're like, to both. And I was like, well, how much is the fine? Thinking, oh, you know, a couple hundred bucks. It's fifty grand. <laughs> a couple hundred like, bucks. Fifty woo. grand. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah, I can't afford I'm, that. No, I'm good. I'll pass. Is it fifty grand fun. each time or fifty grand just I don't know. He just said he may have just said fifty grand to scare me out of saying something, but Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But they're getting yeah. more and more liberal on what you can say anyway. So eventually they, it's gonna be just like podcasting. Well, they have to. I mean, they're competing with podcasts. They're competing with satellite radio, where you can say whatever you want. And they're 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 not they're not doing very healthy. Yeah, <laughs> them them their radio airwaves. They're sucking up a little bit. So two o three last episode, we had Century Arms, we had John Patton, Adam Kraut, and we had the Ebbs, Eric Ebenhaus uh, join us on last week's episode. And then of course we had our good buddy Andrew for the Jack Wagon Train. And uh, John Hayes with Do All Outdoors. And John put up that week's um, prize for our 200th episode celebration. And we're going to announce the winner of that coming up uh, for that uh, trivia question. 
the question was, how many years has Do-All been in business? It was pretty damn easy. And uh, we got a lot of people uh, shoot their answers in, and we're going to announce that winner coming up. But I hear the jack wagon train rolling in again, Zeke. Oh, is, is Gunny still doing it? Oh, yeah. The Gunny. Hey, Ralph, Semper do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week, so brace yourself, baby. That's, who, that's the only person we can trust to take these jack wagons where they belong. So he, he takes these jack wagons and hauls them off where uh, hopefully they won't ever come back. Of course, we've we seen gotta, resurgences on some of them, but yeah. There's a better, very good one this week. <laughs> there, I think we're going to have a couple of good ones this week. So let's go ahead and now that the train has stationed, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, like let's, do you want to start off with the big one? I yeah. think this is the one everybody's talking about here lately anyway, and uh, we are actually you, talked about this this douchebag on the uh, uh, shooter's mindset, too. Or, or do, you, do you want me to do the, the, the fake one first? Because no, we'll, that won't take long. We'll, we'll do that last. We'll do that one. Okay. Last. We want to make sure we got plenty yeah, of time for so this guy. The guy's name name, you know his name, right? What was it? Oh, Lucian, Lucian Black. Black. I don't even think that's his real name, but Lucian Black. Yeah, from Voda Consulting. This guy... You know, first off, you know, uh, last year, maybe it wasn't even last year, maybe it was just a few months ago. You know, he showed some videos where he was teaching students and pointing guns at them. And vice uh, versa. Yeah, they were pointing them versa, at him. They were pointing them at him. Uh, no, no, that's that's bad. Not good. Even if it's uh, unloaded. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah. And then when people start calling him out. Yeah, I I saw a few comments that were kind of mellow. They're like, hey, dude, if you're going to do this, do it the right way. Mm-hmm. And he just went down the road of I'm a badass and I'm better than everybody else. And uh, But my big thing that really pissed me off, uh, a lot of people in our community, we lost somebody that was um, not just instrumental in the firearms world, but also in the firearms media world, which, yeah. you know, with me and Marty doing a lot in that realm, that it was kind of a tough blow uh, when Bob Owens decided to take his life. Yeah. Um, but... For this, 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 this dickweed, this piece, this piece of shit. <laughs> yes. Now that I know, we're I gonna guess, we're gonna just unload on this douchebag. So yeah. Decides to post on. Let's see, what's today? He posted this on June seventh. Okay, so two days ago. Two as days we're ago. recording this, yeah. Yeah, and if you wanna, if you wanna go put him on blast, feel free. It's Voda V O D A Consulting on Facebook. Also, the same thing on Instagram. Is that site still up? I thought they the took Facebook it down. Ones. Is it? Yeah, I don't know if he has a website or anything. I know, I know he, he, he was had a, his license taken. Right? He was a certified uh, NRA instructor, and they revoked that. And then I think they took his concealed carry, also his permit in North Carolina, and his state teaching permit. I think maybe that that's up. what it was. I don't know if they took his actual uh, personal carry, but yeah, they did do that. Yeah, um, instructor's license. Yeah, definitely. So Bob Owens, of course. Like we said, he took he took his life last month, and this this piece of shit has the audacity to on Instagram say post a picture of Bob Owens uh, on Cam and Company, and the title of his article is "Case Study: Bob Owens' Mental Health and the Gun Game Part 2. Then it posts Bob Owens' final words, which um it, it's tough. If, if you go to Bob's Facebook, you can see it. I don't even want to read it. Yeah, don't uh, read it. But it, it was it was Bob's final words. Um, then the guy posts, he called me the worst, but he had mental health issues. That's funny. Read more at photologic.com. 
And then the Facebook one was the one that I wanted to go to North Carolina and have a sit down with this guy. He says, so the guy who says I'm the worst commits suicide because he had mental health issues. Yeah, he's real credible. LOL, exclamation point. L-O-L, laugh out loud. What kind of just... Obviously, this guy has mental problems. <laughs> I mean, if you watch yeah. this guy's videos, you listen to him talk, this guy has got to have mental issues. There's no yeah. doubt about it. I, I get it. Okay, if you want to do sh play stupid games in your gun training and everybody that knows anything can watch a video and say, okay... He doesn't know what he's doing. He's going to get some people hurt. We need to, you know, deal with that there. And then you want to defend the way you were taught or whatever. Mm -hmm. Even if I don't agree with it, if you want to defend it, there's lots of trainer issues out there in our industry. Great. But when you cross that line and you talk about someone committing suicide, whether you knew them or not, mm -hmm. saying then going on to say, because he had mental health issues, I said, said I'm the worst, and saying, yeah, he's real credible, LOL. Yeah. So the article that this dude's talking about that that Bob wrote about him uh, was back in November sixteenth of twenty fifteen. Obviously, yeah. that's when this guy was stripped of his credentials. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, this wasn't recent that he that he got his credentials from the NRA stripped from him. But yeah. the the title of it is "World's Worst" in quotes firearms instructor stripped of credentials. Yeah. Uh, posted one p.m. on November sixteenth, twenty fifteen, by Bob Owens on Bearing Arms. If you go to bearingarms.com. Uh, and then that article is there and it's got that video of him, like you were talking about earlier, pointing his firearm at his students and vice versa, the students pointing it at him as right. he's conducting his made up, um, isn't it like in like drills. somebody's bedroom or something? Or? Yeah. It looks like it's in some, you know, a, a house that's for sale that's vacant or something, you know, that they, they, yeah. oh, there's nobody living here. Let's go in here and perform our, uh, our stupid drills. Um, that's crazy when you get you look on his the facebook post that i'm talking about and every single comment you know is you're the worst way to use a tragedy to boost your own ego um oh nobody's in support yeah. of this guy he's he's yeah. digging and his even, own grave man that's what i'm saying yeah. he's a he's on a non-stop downhill slope right here i mean it's not even a slope it's a straight drop he's going to hell yeah and there, there's no there's no saving this guy there's nothing that he can say or do at this point to ever get uh, back into this, you know, this community or uh, any community, as far as I know, except for the shithole community. Well, there's even people that have supported his training uh, that are on there, you know, saying stuff like, "Dude, you you need some mental health, and that's not cool at all." And you know, I've taken your training; right. that's cool, but this is this is crossing the line, you know. Oh my gosh, have you seen some of his videos and stuff? That he's he's at this gun range and he's showing this technique with a knife. And a gun. Yes. Have you seen that? So he's stabbing <laughs> yeah. and he's shooting and he's shooting up into the roof of the range. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How does this range not kick his ass off there? How do they keep letting him come back? That's what I don't well, get. And if you watch it when it goes slow-mo, he almost shoots his hand off in the first part when he slings that knife across the target. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Uh, there's a new post I just found on Instagram. Just got off the phone with Fayetteville Crime Stoppers and Fayetteville PD detectives in regards to Michael D. Thurville, a.k.a. Lucian Black, a.k.a. Voda Consulting. 
and his actions both online and offline. They asked me that if anyone has anything to add or any information they'd like to contribute to the investigation to call Fayetteville Crime Stoppers and tell them you're calling in regards to case number 31RHINO17. So wow. 31 Rhino 17. So there's can, some kind of criminal investigation going yeah. on? Yeah. Ooh, let's see you if can, we can't find what, what's going on. You, you, can, add, you can add additional. Oh, 31 Rhino 17 in uh, Fayetteville Crime Police Detectives. Uh, you can add information or check status of the investigation. Um, keep in mind that Mr. Thurville has already shot and wounded one client. <laughs> oh, wow. Of, oh, his, oh, of oh. his already. And has his concealed carry permit and NRA instructor. Yeah, so you're right. NRA instructor credentials stripped. But that was like what, years ago, apparently. Yeah. So. What he does is extremely dangerous and makes us look bad. When he shoots someone again, it may be fatal and it could be completely innocent bystander instead of a student. It's also ridiculous that Mr. Thurville, along with urban sharpshooters, are attempting to turn this into a race issue instead of taking any type of personal responsibility. It's time to nice. shut down Voda and Michael. And that's the funny thing. It's like all the people in the black community that are pro-gun and doing a lot of good stuff in our industry are not backing this guy because of race. I hope not. <laughs> no, I hope, no, not. I hope none of them are backing him for any reason. No, none <laughs> At this <whatsoever>. point. <clears throat> Um, I did go to his uh, his personal Facebook page a while back. I guess it was when we were doing the, the show the other night, and uh, I saw a couple of people. I'm not going to name their names, but I saw a couple of people that I knew that were friends with him, and I'm like, what? I better let yeah. them know right quick to unfriend that jack wagon. Yeah, well, that's I'm looking at it, and it says friends in common. And there's, yeah, like you said, there's a few on there. Yeah. So I just Googled Fayetteville, North Carolina crime. Michael Thurville, and I'm not finding anything on Google at this point. Gotcha. So I don't know if that's credible or not. Uh, it may not be legit, but it doesn't shock me if he did shoot and wound one of his clients. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Or one of them shot him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that goes back to when you guys are signing up for these uh, defense classes, these handgun defense classes, rifle defense classes, just a defense class in general, vet the the course the instructor before you you know jump in on it call people ask them uh call the police for god's sake you know see if there's any warrants on the the people but uh definitely you want to do your research and your homework uh if it's not a reputable trainer so make sure you uh check out your instructors beforehand yeah he's a he's a piece of work he's a piece of shit yep he's what he is yep and and gosh, I, I'm sitting here watching the videos where he's stabbing targets and shooting, <laughs> shooting in the ceiling. He got, <laughs> he, oh yeah, he got. I forgot to, to say that he got banned from that that range. Okay, so they did ban him. Good. Yeah, that range banned him, and they they made a public comment about it too. Because I've yeah. seen, I saw a couple of the video, and the the ROs were right there, and they weren't doing anything about it. Yeah, he's a uh, he's an interesting cat. Yeah. How many followers does he have on Facebook? He's only got 595 followers on Facebook. That's too many. It's more than projectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Do you but have a Facebook? You got a Facebook yeah, we page? Don't. Well, <laughs> here, I'll tell you how to get to it. <laughs> well, first off, all right, so that's our jack wagon there. We'll talk We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, let's do yeah. our second jack wagon. Let's do the jack oh. wagon train, and then we'll talk about what you got going on. 
the the second one is if if you're in Nashville, you'll get this. If you're a country fan, you'll get this. If you're not, sorry, just deal with the joke. <laughs> the CMA Fest. Oh my God! So the CMA Awards Country Music Association is always this week and weekend, and they have a huge country music festival in Nashville. And if you live here, you hate it. The Nashville and the surrounding areas. So what's what's really sucky about this one is that this year it coincides with the Stanley well, Cup. Oh, that's you know, right. so you got you that mean, crowd down there too. And what else is going on? Bonnaroo. Oh, well, at least that's down in Manchester, so that's an hour and a half away. But that still affects, yeah, you know, the traffic and everything. 100,000 people to Middle Tennessee. Yeah, so you got CMA, you got Bonnaroo, you got the the hockey going on. The Predators go Preds. Yeah. We got, what, is it Game 7 coming up now, or is it 6? Game 6. Game game 6. So they they took one on the chin last night, (laughs) (laughs) to say the least. Or took one in something else. So. Right. Well, they they gave one in something the game before. Oh, two, two games before they they whooped them. Yeah, but, they whooped them good. Uh, at least they're coming back to Nashville. But the scary thing is, is if they do win here, they've got to turn around and go to Pittsburgh again. So that's all right. That, we can do it. Yeah, we can do it. You can do it. So yeah, so our our little show we have in. in uh, excuse me. Can I burp on the show? Good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Nashville. Why'd you say? Excuse me. Wait, and and so we can get past the hump that we we talked about before you started recording. Yeah. The show that I'm on in Nashville came about when someone, a friend of Marty and I's, said, hey, somebody wants to do an outdoor show. Would you like to come be the gun guy? I said, no, the reason I'm not doing Talking Lead <laughs> is because I don't have time to do anything editing or any of that other stuff. He then says, no, it's at a radio station. You show up, you talk for 44 minutes, and you go home. I said, okay. So before anybody starts going, oh, Zeke's trying to take on talking lead. No, not happening. (laughs) Because I think we have all of like 100 listeners in the Nashville area. That's not true. You got more than that. (laughs) Well, our our ratings came out, and it was like 2,500. So I, I guess that's all right. But apparently you got you got quite a bit because uh, people stop me all the time because I listen to your radio show all the time. I was like, oh, cool, great. You know what? Uh, yeah. You listen to it on iTunes or so he goes, no, I listen to it on uh, on Super Talk ninety nine seven. I was like, they they think your show's called Talking Lead. Really? <laughs> yes. What the? Heck? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, you're like, you're that guy on the radio talking lead. I was like, yeah, we got a podcast. Nine nine seven WTN, yeah, listen to it all the time. I was like, uh, no, that's Zeke. Oh, wow, that's hilarious. I well, said, I, did, I said, I but mean, you should listen to that show because it's good. Well, I mean, you get a plug like every other show, anyways. Because I ain't, I'll I ain't say, complaining. Yeah, I'll say like when when we were doing talking lead and we did this. You know, yeah. I'll bring that up as a comparison. So well, y'all's, y'all's uh, advertisement that you have, because I listen to other shows on there, too, and uh, your advertisement will play for the show. And yeah. you introduce him, and he introduces you. Chad introduces Chad Hoover. Chad yeah. introduces you, and he goes, Zeke, formerly of Talking Lead. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's it. He goes, you recognize so, Zeke from Talking Lead or something like that. He says Talking Lead. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what's hilarious is... To find the show, like we were talking about a minute ago, on on Facebook, 
the show used to be called Outside In. Oh, uh, is it not called that anymore? No, no, it's not called that anymore. Oh, uh, okay. So, so what we what what happened was is Chad Hoover. He's been on Talking Legends for a couple of times. Yeah, hook um, one. He's yeah, he's our mutual friend that we had. Uh, he Funny started shit. really. He started really focusing on his TV show, his YouTube stuff, and he started a kayakbassin.com or kayakbassin tournaments, something like that. I think it's kayakbassin.com. Um, so he's doing all these tournaments now. Well, he just quit showing up. And so me and Vanessa <laughs> were like, uh, dude, people are wanting to know about fishing stuff and we don't know enough about it to answer. Uh, you coming back? <laughs> Cause Vanessa Boyer, Vanessa Mandrill Boyer, uh, is is a part of the show too and we were kind of like are you kidding she is the show come on now yeah well yeah in all reality <laughs> yes um so we we started you know trying to figure out okay how are we going to go forward with this because we don't have the fishing knowledge that chad does you know both she and i know you know the the little amount that we know about guns and it's kind of a outdoors hunting show where we're the hunting people and he was the fishing person right and we're like, well, let's kind of take it being less of a gun show. That way people don't look at, at us for as experts and just make it like an entertaining show. So we'll talk about anything on there. As long as people are pro-gun, we'll just talk about whatever. So what's it on. called now? Um, we've changed the name <laughs> to, to, to Projectile Dysfunction. <laughs> projectile Dysfunction. That's the actual name of it. Yep. That <laughs> it's uh, Projectile Dysfunction. Um, and here's the funny part about Facebook. Uh, they are dicks, and <laughs> they won't let you change names for some reason. I think the reason they're not letting us change the name is because it's gun-related some way. Um, so we've we've taken – it's still the outside-in show if you search for it on Facebook. We'll just start uh, a whole new Facebook page. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, but we've got projectiles function written over the old outside in logo <laughs> in, in like a marker. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then That's on YouTube, funny. it's the project, projectile dysfunction show. So. Okay. But y'all talk about everything now. Kind of like this show. Oh, now. yeah. Kind of like yeah. this. Yeah. Exactly. It, in, in fact, probably a little bit less gun related than Talking Load is. Yeah. Uh, it. It, even though it's projectile dysfunction, I mean, projectile could be anything. So, what did Vomit. you talk about last episode? Give us an example. Uh, who did we have last week? Well, DJ Petra was on, so yeah, that was mostly guns. But the week before that, we had two steel girls. They were on The Voice. Um, two what girls? Two steel girls. Two steel? Yeah, they're a country group. Uh, it's a mother daughter. They were on The Voice. Um, okay, so like the number two and yeah, metal steel. steel. Yep, and then girls. Okay, not yep. like you need to go and steal girls to steal. Okay. No, no. <laughs> but oh. we did do that afterwards. That's illegal, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. I mean, we did not do that afterwards. Um, but yeah, we had them on. And so like the whole show, we talked about their music, their country, artist stuff, being yeah. on being on Bl Team Blake Shelton on The Voice. Have you had Morgan on yet? Morgan Mills? No, and I talked to her about it in our She's like, yeah, yeah. I need to get her on there. Uh, yeah. We've had Easton Corbin on. He's a country artist. Yeah, I've heard of him. Uh, Bucky Covington's been on three times. He's a nut. Cool. Uh, he's hilarious. That's one of the shows where like we didn't talk about guns all this whole time. But then when we brought him up, it was hilarious because he, he likes guns. He shoots guns. He's not really into them, into them, but he doesn't hunt. And we're trying to convince him to hunt. And he told me, he told us how 
he killed a he killed a squirrel when he was young and he got depressed after <laughs> and he couldn't do it anymore. So it just broke every him. Show, every show we bust his balls. That's and funny. uh the first time he came on, Chad was still doing it and you know, he told us the squirrel story. Then we, we started talking about fishing. He goes, no, nah, I really don't fish. And then we started talking about hunting. No, I, I, I don't hunt much because the squirrel thing. Oh, okay. Well, you shoot. Well, yeah, every now and then I'll shoot. And there, we're like, this show's called The Outside In. What do you do outdoors? He goes, well, you know, after I've been on tour, I like to go home and I hang out with my cats. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay on the porch or inside because uh, on the porch on the porch like, wow so then the last time he came she on, said do you cook out yeah the last time we came, he came on he we said so since the last episode have you gotten more outdoorsy have you started hunting do you shoot more do you fish he goes well i did have a problem with with possums for a little while and we're like oh awesome did you go out and kill him he goes well I kind of, I got my Glock out and I kind of thought about lightly pistol whipping. <laughs> <laughs> lightly pistol whipping. <laughs> but then you go, you do own a Glock though. You had yeah, it. Yeah, it's like we had this image of him lightly pistol whipping a possum. Oh uh, my gosh. It was awesome. I got to get but that yeah, dude on. That'll be hilarious. Yeah, I can link you up. He's, he's funny. Um, That'll be cool. But, uh, but yeah, I, it's, it's just kind of a, it, it, it takes on its own mind. There's no, format it just happens you've been on it you see what happens on well, that that's this show it just yeah. <laughs> you just roll with it you just roll with it yeah but it's it's fun i mean it, we're not trying to do a whole lot with it it's just kind of a local thing so i'm gonna be on it next week right yep yep i'm coming on that what are we gonna talk about we're gonna talk about movies probably i think we should we talk about to. movies I don't, yeah you know what you know what i miss the most about talking about it Me? is when yeah Me? Well, is when Marvel movies come out, and we oh talk my God, about, and there's a plethora or, of them out right now. Or our Walking Dead series comes on, and we right. talk about it because Vanessa, she don't watch none of that. Oh, she don't. And Chad, he didn't watch much of that. And it's like, oh, did you see the new Guardians? Huh? Who? What? what? Oh, okay, never mind. Is that a new security <laughs> company? What? <laughs> I'm like Marty's not here. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to talk about Guardians uh, off air next week. Um, and you got to no, go see Wonder Woman. Have you seen Wonder Woman yet? I haven't, but I heard it's awesome. All right, so we got to watch that between now and then, too, so we can talk about that. Did they do better than freaking... I haven't seen it yet. Batman versus Superman? Oh, you had not seen it. I haven't seen it, but I did listen to uh, Fat Man on Batman today while I was mowing the yard, yeah. and they were talking about it, and it sounded like it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Batman versus Superman was the biggest pile of crap I'd ever seen in my life. Yes. <laughs> yes and i was so excited and I, I tell you what if if uh what's the guy that makes them chris for how uh, many years that they were were building that i mean that was back they built the anticipation for that back remember i am legend with will yeah. smith that zombie movie yeah. they in started the, talking about it then yeah and the background of that movie is the batman the versus superman logo Way, way yeah. back then. I mean, how long ago was that? That's been... Um, but the thing that pissed 2007 me off. was when I Am Legend came out. Oh, wow. The Zack Snyder. That's oh, it. okay. Yeah, Zack. So that guy has the balls, because he did so good with the Dark Knight series, making it dark, to turn Superman into dark movies. <laughs> All three of them, or two of them, or whatever it was. Well, two of them. And, and then it's like, dude, okay... 
Batman would get it. That was a dark story. He watched his parents getting killed. He, oh, you know, it, he turns into the Dark Knight. There was a whole comic book series right. of the Dark Knight. And he turns Superman from Boy Scout to, well, let's do him the same way as Batman. Make him dark. No, you can't do that with Superman. And then when people ask him, well, you got to use the Superman theme because even my six-year-old son, when he says, Daddy, can we watch Superman? And I say, which one you want to watch? He says the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun one. Because that theme song <laughs> is uh, awesome. That's it, just trademark. Cheesy. Yeah, I mean, that's just yeah, Superman. Yeah, as cheesy as the old 80 movies were. And, and the was, fact that he made um, Lex Luthor the freaking Joker. Yes. You know, it's like, that's not Lex Luthor, that's the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. Or yeah. not, or, or it was a cross between the Riddler and the Joker. He crossed yeah. them. And, and the best, the best worst part of that entire movie. We're talking about movies. Oh, yeah. The, the, the we fell down that part, rabbit hole. The, the best worst part of that entire Batman versus Superman is Superman has killed millions of people in these fights, and I want to kill him because I'm Batman, and I take care of my company and all the people he killed my company, and I'm going to build up years of rage and create a kryptonite suit with all kinds of mechanical stuff and robot stuff yeah. where I can think, and I create a kryptonite spear, and I spend his all boots. this time. His, and, yeah, and his, my his and, um, Kiss boots. Was it the dude from yeah. Kiss? <laughs> Yeah, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons boots. <laughs> and I've got I've got Superman dead to rights, and I'm about to stab him. And he says, please tell Martha that I, or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah, Martha. And he looks Martha. at him and he goes, Martha? Who's Martha? That's my mother. Hey, my mom's named Martha too. Let's go fight together. What? Did we just become best friends? <laughs> it was stepbrothers. All this horrid stuff that you were like ready to kill him for, but because both your mom's names are Martha and everything's cool now. Right. It's like, oh my God. Oh, and it had so much potential because the death of Superman story was a good comic. Oh and, yeah, it was. Now I did and, like the way that they did... Um, uh, what's the guy killed him? Killed Superman? Oh, not Apocalypse. Um, uh, uh, death something in it. De not Deathstroke, was it? No. No. What the fuck's it called? The spiky guy. Yeah, the, the spiky guy. The big, uh, <laughs> not Apocalypse. We just said that. We just, we just went down, uh, we just lost our geek card. You realize that, right? I know, but I'm going to edit and it's going to sound like we just didn't miss a oh. beat. <laughs> Please, I'm looking. <laughs> Ooh, killed. Um, uh, death. I think it's something. Death. Doomsday. Doomsday. There we go. Yeah. 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 So yeah I did like Doomsday. But yeah, so I was I was skeptical how they were gonna do one. And you know what I felt? You know who I felt horrible for? In the movie? <laughs> yes, I felt horrible for Ben Affleck because I thought he nailed Batman, and the movie was such crap. Right. And he did a good job as Batman. It was like, I'll dude, agree you with can't that. win for losing. Yeah. It was like, you can't win for losing. <laughs> it's like, you finally get, you finally get the role that you, that you're good at. And then the movie sucks. And then they double down with the freaking Suicide Squad. You know, uh, he's got that yeah. cameo in the Suicide Squad, which was still yep. cool. I and mean, it was his dark, you know, the dark yeah. night, which was cool. But yeah. Yeah. Now, Speaking of Ben Affleck and comics, and then I'll stop talking about movies. Otherwise, this, this show will be eight hours long. Have you gone back and watched Daredevil, the director's cut? The Netflix? Yeah. Or no, no. The, the, the Ben Affleck movie? Yeah, there's a director's cut that came out that's got like 40 minutes more. No, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to watch that movie again. Do it. 
I I saw where it popped up on iTunes. Okay. And I was like, well, let me, I looked at the difference in time. I'm like, God, that's like 45 minutes more. And so then I went and watched the reviews and everybody was like, why the fuck did they not release this movie instead oh, of the crap okay. that they released? And so I went back and watched it and all the stuff that was like weird and didn't make sense, they tied it all together. It and I was sense. like, I was like, so I, Yancey had never seen the original, my wife. And uh, so I said, let's watch this together and you tell me what you think. And after it was over, she goes, wow, that was amazing. I'm like, you know what's funny? If you would have watched the original, you would have hated it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And it was. I got to really go back and watch good. that then because I, was, I thought it sucked. It was impressive. Yeah. And then was, after Netflix, you know, Daredevil, it's like, pfft, you know, I'm not yeah. going to go back and watch that crap movie. Oh, what about Luke Cage? Luke, I think that's my my favorite Netflix so far. I, I've liked all three of them up until they got to Iron Fist, and then Iron Fist just was a pile of shit. Well, and I think where they screwed up there is you've got you've got Luke Cage, Daredevil, and Jessica Jones that were they kind of had a little edge to them. Yeah. You know, they they cussed. There were sex scenes. There was all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. And then and then all of a sudden, Iron Fist was like a kid show. But but it, but it wasn't it wasn't even you know the sex and all that it was just they didn't they didn't let him fight you know they didn't let him bring yeah. out the iron fist as yeah. often and as much as they and they, there was too many freaking boardroom meetings you know and yeah, him trying was. to get in back with these two people that want to have dick to do with him then you know why does he and then yeah. they kept going oh poor what about what about Rand? Poor Rand. What about Rand? It's like, you're trying to kill him. What do you care? <laughs> Make up yeah, your mind. And you can never figure out the, the sister and brother, what they were and how they were. It, it wasn't that great. Yeah, it was and they, It was and, a and struggle. They, and then they tried so hard to tie the hand in like they did in the other ones where it was like, uh, oh, uh, no, oh, we're going to. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh. And even the fight scenes were just, they didn't look like they knew what they were doing, in my no. opinion. I mean, it's, it's not like you ever watched the Badlands. We watched the first episode, but we hadn't really got into it. Yet. Or the uh, Sense Eight. Have you seen Sense Eight? Sense Eight. What's it's that? S E N S E and the number eight. Um, it's it's freaking weird, but the fight scenes in it are really good. I thought I thought they had pretty good fight scenes. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Sense you know, it Eight. Yeah, got it. Have you watched uh, American Gods? No. What? What is on in Stars? <laughs> You gotta watch American Gods. American did Gods. Watch, did you watch Preacher? Mm-mm, no, I hadn't seen that either. That's a that's a graphic novel. Okay. Too. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've heard about. it. I just hadn't. hadn't Preacher was good. American Gods kind of has the same feel to it. Um, it, it's kind of trippy, but it's it's good. But, but I think American Nob Gods was a novel. I don't think it was a comic or a graphic novel. But Preacher, of course, that was a graphic novel. Yeah. And that series was really good. I was I was pleasantly surprised by that. Cool. I'll have to check that uh, one out. But uh, outside of that, it's the same old, same old. We're, we're Walking Dead, when they kill... Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones is still rocking. Uh, but did that fight scene at the end... Or wait, are you caught up? No, I'm not. Oh. I so haven't never. started this this new So the last season. season you didn't see? Yeah, last season I saw. I haven't seen the new... No, there hadn't been a new one yet. Okay, so I hadn't seen it yet. What yeah, what fight scene are you talking about? Which one? The I mean, the war scene where they have the circle and then the pile of bodies just starts piling up. And John oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. That had to have been one of the best war the, scenes I've ever the seen. The best part was at the very end where the release the hounds. Yes, I loved yeah. that. 
And I was like, finally, because I hated that guy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, somebody yeah. cut that little fucker's mouth off. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up uh, the Jack Wagon Train and our movie reviews here on did, Talking Lid. <laughs> did it become the longest Jack Wagon Train ever? But all right, real quick, where can everybody uh, catch up with you? I know you're still with SDI too, and we haven't talked about SDI, so yeah, throw actually, a plug in for yeah, SDI. Yeah, SDI.edu, um, still running strong there. Uh, we're fully accredited, um, associate's degree in firearms technology, uh, advanced gunsmithing certificate, and we still have the standalone armors courses. Um, I, I just we did some restructuring, and my new role is the executive vice president of PP. Um, PP? <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it when my title came out that I was the executive vice president of product and positioning. And when I did the acronym, I'm the EVP of PP. And I'm like, great. Nice. Way to think <laughs> uh, ahead. So, yeah, going strong with SDI. Um, got a lot of cool partnerships in the works. And because we're accredited, we can't tell about, talk about stuff that's in the works. Yeah. Um, our advisory board, we revamped it. Uh, Chris Barrett, uh, president of Barrett Firearms, is now. Yeah. On our advisory board, uh, Casey Eusebio, Jesse Duff, uh, Rob Pincus still. I love Jesse Duff. Uh, if you can get me an interview with Jesse Duff, I'll be your best friend forever again. Yeah, I can do that. Love Jesse Duff. Uh, and then, um, oh, Ray Vaughn, gunsmith down at uh, Moss Pond. Yeah, Ray. Good old Ray. He's a, he's a uh, fellow brother. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, we got some good stuff going on there. And then of course, project all this function on Facebook is the outside in show WTN. Uh, and then you'll see project all this function scribbled across the logo. And then on YouTube, it's project all this function. Um, so yeah, there's that. So you got to <laughs> get a shirt made with your new title on it. Oh my God. EVP of PP. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. That. So we'll get the leadheads to uh, come up with a logo for that. We're having a, um, a a design contest right now going on that you may not know about, and the leadheads are in a contest to design their own logo for a t-shirt patches, like a leadhead logo yeah. or leadhead. Lead no oh, leadhead. Nice. Yeah, the the subscribers, the listeners of the show, people who That's make awesome. the show. So they go to seventeen seventy six united dot com's website, and at the bottom. Uh, there's a link that says Leadhead Contest, and that's where you submit your design ideas. It would be slogan, be a logo, it could be both, combination, however you want to do it. The winner is going to get a t-shirt with that logo on it, a patch, and a classic Talking Lead logo design t-shirt, and a $100 gift card from 1776 United. Yeah, can, can you not call it the classic logo? Because that just made me feel really fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the only logo. So. It's the old school Talking Lead logo. Right? It's the only one we've ever had. Uh, oh, wow. Thanks, Ryan Cross, Hunter of Design. <laughs> right. And then uh, we're, we're working on a logo for projectile dysfunction. I want to do a little blue pill that's shaped like a bullet that has projectile dysfunction written in it, like Viagra. <laughs> well, let's do this real quick. So let's announce the winner of our, um, our trivia question from last week for the 200th. Uh, episode celebration. Cool. And then I got an idea what we're going to do. All right. All right. So the question was, uh, John Hayes with Do All Outdoors uh, wanted you guys to tell him how long they have been in business. And the answer is 20 years. Uh, that was back in, was that 97? Did that make that 97? Uh, yep. And uh, our winner, and this is completely random, 
Drumroll, please. John Gallup. You are the winner, sir. So you will win that Do All Outdoors uh, Target and Swag Package. So get in touch with me. Send me, uh, you got the email address, talkinglet.gmail.com. We'll need your contact info, shipping address. Um, I think it was a hat. I don't think there were any shirts in it. Um, so don't need any of your sizes. All right. So, <laughs> so this week, uh, we're going to do a contest. Yeah. And we want some logo design ideas for Zeke's new show. <laughs> Projectile dysfunction. Projectile dysfunction. Do you realize how many dick cartoons you're going to be getting in the mail? And, and there's no dicks. No dicks allowed. <laughs> unless it's unless it's like hidden in there really good and nobody can tell what it is unless they just like squint their eyes. <laughs> well, I thought, I thought about doing one where like somebody's shooting a rifle and the bullet's just barely coming out and falling to the ground. <laughs> right. But you uh, but you can't have gun. You gotta have something else in there because it, it's more than just it's not guns. It's everything. So a, a droopy microphone. <laughs> so projectile could be all kinds of different. I mean, somebody talking, a bunch yeah. of stuff coming out of their mouth, and it's just not coming out right, which is yeah. which would be awesome. So there you go, guys. So that's that's the uh, that's your um, what is it assignment? That's your that's your comp <laughs> that's your contest assignment. Yeah, that's your contest nice. assignment. If you choose to accept it. If you choose this, and the winner is going to get, I've got uh, some more uh, Do All Outdoors uh, Impact Seal Targets. So I'm going to hook you up with a couple of those. I've got some patches that I'm going to hook you up with. I'll throw in an SDI patch and some SDI foam earbuds. Okay, there you go. And uh, I'll scrounge up some kind of t-shirt or something like that. And a couple of other cool things, too, that I got here in the... Uh, the lead swag box. All right, so there you go, leadheads. Uh, that's your your next contest. Uh, come up with a logo design for dysfunctional what? projectile dysfunction. Pro- projectile dysfunction. Just think of erectile dysfunction, uh, but projectile. We're trying not to get dicks involved in this. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Shit. No dicks. No dicks. Except if you can if you can do a way to make it look like a Viagra pill, but shaped like a bullet with it like carved in projectile dysfunction, kind of like Viagra is in the pillow of Viagra. Yeah. That's what I want to do. It's just, I've tried Photoshop. I've tried everything. And I just can't make that effect happen. So, and I, don't, I don't want to pay for it because we don't make any money off of this. So, all right. So what they got to do is they've got to, they've got to, is like have that pill. Somebody likes like normal and they, yeah. you know, and then they take that pill and then now they're dysfunctional. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're, we make it worse. They're, yeah, exactly. All right, so make sure you guys tune in uh, and listen to me next week on the Projectile Dysfunctional Show. (laughs) We're going to be very dysfunctional. That's on Saturdays? Saturdays, 5 to 6 a.m. if you're in the night. Well, actually, we go. It's It's live. Yeah, our signal stretches all the way down to Huntsville, Alabama, all the way over to almost Jackson, Tennessee, Cookville, Tennessee, and then up towards, uh, I think it's been picked up in Bowling Green somewhere in there before. We actually had a guy call in one week uh, when we did a live that was in Lexington. And I'm like, our signal goes up there? And he said he had some kind of signal booster. So, I don't know. Okay. And then if they miss it, they can go to uh, YouTube and, and yeah. listen yeah, to just it. Listen to watch it, whatever you want to do. Are you guys got it set up as a podcast yet? Uh, we did. We had it set up for a while. I just I don't have time to do it. I don't have time to sit there and edit it all and post it up to them. Well, it's already uh, edited, right? Don't do the edit. 
Yeah, but I got they come out in segments because he has the commercial break. So I got to take them all, put in audacity, put the segments together. Then I got to uh, I got you render it and do all that crap. And it's easier just throw the audio on a YouTube video and yeah. then boom, you're done. Got it. Yeah. Cool, Zeke Squatch. Thanks for joining first, us. Appreciate first, it. Yeah. Oh, and keep a lookout because since I got a motorcycle, I may start a YouTube video called. <laughs> God, I may start, got a motorcycle. Yeah, I got a motorcycle. I, I may start a YouTube channel called The Gear Squatch. <laughs> <laughs> the Gear Squatcher. The Gear Squatch. Nice. And, and, I, and I'm doing it exactly like we did talking lead. You know, we're two guys that like guns, but we want to learn a lot. Who's the other one with a motorcycle? It's just me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you're going to do it like two guys? Uh, unless I find, yeah. I'm gonna oh, what would be like hilarious is I'm I'm riding and holding on to you in the back. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I'm like your little tumor back there. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> Alright, Leadheads, that's enough of our shenanigans. We're gonna go ahead and kick off volume six of the twenty seventeen NRA annual meeting coverage with Adam Garrison of High Threat Concealment. Adam is going to be co-hosting with me through these interviews that we're getting ready to have. Uh, Bill Hampstead with FLEOA. Uh, Bill has been on the show before. You guys are familiar with Bill. That's the Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association. And uh, we get Tom Alabrando with IWI, Israeli Weapons Industries. Tom's got a lot of good information for you guys, talking about the Tavor and uh, IWI itself. And then we get with Chase Welch of Zenith Firearms. And uh, those are the guys that bring you the uh, HK MP5 uh, clone in the uh, Z5 models. They've got uh, all sort of different variants of that. And uh, Chase gets into telling us about the, the latest and greatest that they have along those lines. And then some of the other products that they import uh, from Turkey, some shotguns and some other handguns. Uh, and then uh, there's a really cool uh, infomercial, I guess you'd call it, that they've done video that involves Chase's mom and zombies. So you guys are going to love that. Um, and then make sure you stay tuned at the end of these interviews to the uh, the post show. And we've got some great Father's Day ideas for you guys. Involving our sponsors, Frontier Tactical, Modern Spartan Systems, X-Steel Targets, Tactical Squirrel, Monthly Subscription Box Service. Uh, that's something you guys are definitely going to want to check out. So here we go. Get the cool flat thing, and I got to do the the head here. Because I'm the hostess with the most, <laughs> baby. Because <laughs> I'm left hand. That's some uncomfortable <laughs> BS right there. I like, spent yeah. extra on this mic just for me. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me, sir. You need to swallow that you while I talk it into this in your flat mouth. Thing. Yeah. This bit deflector. All right, guys. We are back. Day three of the NARAM NRA annual meeting. And we are in the coolest people of the show's booth, High Threat Concealment, ladies and gentlemen. And we do have Mr. High Threat Concealment himself here with us. Adam, what's up, baby? 50% Where have you been, man? I've been here all day, and you're and just I've, now. I've been running around people-minded. Adam I've Garrison, been to ladies and gentlemen. Schedule keeper today to make sure everybody you, was. You have here been. You've been here. my social coordinator. I appreciate yes, that, man. You've done an excellent job. It's been a pleasure, brother. Thanks for. You've coming been a here slave driver. We we do our best. <laughs> we do what I can. Oh, selfie, everybody. Oh, everybody, look at Sarah. Perfect. Awesome. We got to take care of our social media, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've got 
none other than Bill Hampstead, Fleoa. Yes, sir. How brethren. You Yes. What's up? Not much, buddy. Long you, time no you see. You about ready to go ha- catch a train, oh, plane, yes. automobile? Oh, Hope, yes. Hopefully uh, about 40 here. minutes and I'm popping spot. Have we got another one after this or is this our last one? This is, well, I tell you what, at some point when Bill has to leave and go catch an airplane, we'll probably work chasing here and that's it, brother. Okay, we'll, we'll we, we, want, we want to work him in right now? The, uh, Just do the whole thing? Well, uh, uh, we running out of mics? Uh, I don't know. It's up to you. We'll do this, and then we'll get we'll him get on. rolling. He's, okay, he's yakking right. right now. So we've got we've got with us also another guest. We have, and this is the first time we've had IWI on. Um, do you go to Big Three? Have you been to Big Three? We have in the past. Yeah. Okay. Have you been there? I have not. I've seen other people from my. I haven't met anyone from there yet. So this is the first time. My first interaction. Talking Ledge's first interaction with with IWI. May God have mercy on your soul. And we've got. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to say Tom, but I'm going to bastardize your last name. Do it. You see what happens. Alabrando. You got it. Perfect. Tom Alabrando. Done. Love it. You got it. It rolls off the tongue. It It does. does. Alabrando. One of them long Sicilian names. Watch out. Now, October is likely going to be Tom's inaugural visit to CJ Land down at the Big Three. Oh, yeah? You coming down? Yeah. Okay. I believe we are. I'll be there. So we'll we'll royally break him in. It's it's a good time. And good food. I heard about the food. Yeah, good time, Rebecca good food, told you. good people, yeah. barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Well, CJ almost jacked that up for us, but I think he's. I re- think he's fixing it. Though. I think he's fixing it. Yeah, yeah. So he said. So a little issue with the uh, lovely young lady, ladies down there that serve the barbecue, right? I yeah. think so. Yeah, I think so. But he's he's he circled back well, and he's got everything back together and awesome. We're gonna get our barbecue. So let's. I will uh, be there, but. Nah. Maybe. Maybe. Bill and I, Bill and I, and I haven't talked about this much, so I'm glad you're here. The Sheepdog Impact Assistance Charity Ball. Yeah. uh, Just, what, last week? Last weekend? Last weekend. Yeah. So we've been on a whirlwind tour. We were in Arkansas. Now we're down here in Hot Atlanta. Yes, sir. Uh, That was a great event that Sergeant Major put on. Oh, yeah. That was by far the best one. All of them were damn good. Yeah. That one was awesome. Raised. Did you ever hear the, the total? I did not. I mean, it was it was quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, over thirty thousand, I think. Easily. Probably closer to fifty thousand, maybe. I hope so. Yeah, I do too. I do too. But I don't. I don't have a final tally on that. But thank you. I wanted to th- personally thank you uh, for introducing me to Andy and Victoria, right? The Boslers. The Boslers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Great, great group of people. They are. Yeah, and uh, they, they are a a pillar of support. For Sheepdog Impact Assistance. Yes, he and Buckminster. Oh, yeah, yeah, Buckminster. Yeah, great guy. Oh. Great, great bunch of people. Yeah, had a good time. So, so thank you for for doing that. And yeah. you know, it's a, there's a great connection right there. No problem, brother. So they've they've been working slave driving you here at uh, High Threat Concealment as well, right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> they're having a ball too. So yeah, I mean, can't be with a better group of people. So yeah. no complaints. So talk about talk about HTC. Well, where to start? Uh, I guess sort of what we're trying to do here this this year at NRA is a little bit different than our focus last year. We're mm-hmm. really trying to you know, get the word out um, to your average guy out there in the EDC community uh, yeah. that we've been we've been known and recognized and and in smaller circles for a while now. Right. Um, our our complete belt system, the low profile system and its different variants have tended to steal the show, grab all the attention, but we want to get the word out there that 
hey guys, we make great holsters. You know, make whether, for whether everybody. You, for everybody, yeah. whether your whether your bag is you know on the belt OWB carry, you know, or, or our brand new line of re-engineered IWB holsters, the uh, the Spectre. All right. Um, so is that the one I'm rocking right now? It is. The That's Spectre, the one, baby. It's, it's in your pants. Got the got the <laughs> the appendix. <laughs> Spectre's in my pants. It's, I've, I've had it on all day now. What do you think? This is the first time that I've taken it. I haven't even noticed that it's been in there. That's what we like to hear. You know, I Just now, when you said it, I was like, wait, I've got one right here. Wait a minute. So, I think I got one of these things somewhere. <laughs> so, let me reach down in very, my pants and see what I've me, got. Yeah, I got yeah. one, too. And I know this wasn't mine because it's big and black. So, <laughs> well, I just grabbed somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, look kind of funny, flat, dark earth, I think. Uh, right. Well, we've got, you know, as you see. wash that thing. <laughs> You see with like, so we got yours set up with the dual overhooks there. Yep. You know, it took us a while, but we finally found a pair of dual overhooks that we were satisfied with. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, you know, there's some extremely rugged ones out there, you know, made on the market right now. Um, you know, just being rugged wasn't enough for us. We wanted something that also fits some other important criteria. And we think we finally found those. Um, you know, like everything we do, uh, it's continuously evolving. It, we're constantly updating, making small changes to improve the product along the way. So on, on the Spectre, mm -hmm. you've got three different attachment options. You, know, you can run these overhooks like you've got on yours, I've got on mine. Um, for the guys that just have to have the soft loops like the added measure of security, we've got those available as an option or the most simplistic option of all is just that single fold over belt clip for either one and a half or one and three quarter inch right. belts. Now if they're ordering this, do they, they have the like a drop down selection Absolutely. or do you send it all? You can, it's kind of your choice. Okay. I mean, if you know what you like and you know what you run, you can, you know, save a couple of bucks and, you know, just get the one and a half inch option uh, for your preferred style of clip or, Hey man, if you want to try them all out and see what you like best, or just have all of them available, it doesn't. Or cost. maybe you need them all for yeah, what? Yeah, maybe some you reason. need it all for different applications, different clothing. Right. Um, you can get it as a full kit as well. Okay. Very good. So this is your your latest newest offering. It is. We've also we've also really tooled up around uh, pistol caliber carbines right now. Are definitely one of the things out there. Mm -hmm. um, we love them. We're all shooters. Yep. So we've got mag carriers out now across the full spectrum for uh, the CZ Scorpion Evo, you know, the SIG nice. MPX, um, your cold SMG pattern, you know, yeah. sub guns as well. And, um, and you guys are going to have, we, we had the Hudson's on earlier. Absolutely. We're going to be you supporting, guys are gonna be the, supporting H9. the H9. Yeah, yeah we're excited cool. about that. Cool pistol. I knew Tom wants one. Yeah, so you're going to have the magazine carrier for those too, right? Absolutely. Because those are proprietary magazines, yep. as, as they were telling us. For, for the Scorpion, for the MPX. And the, uh, the Hudson. And, and we've got you know your yeah. roller locks too, your MP5s. Very cool. Very cool. So have you got anything new in the, uh, the belt line? Yes, we do. Uh, we got a brand new EDT belt. EDT stands for Everyday Tactical. Mm -hmm. It's a reboot of a product we had before, which was also an EDT, but we feel that this one fits the bill a little better. Uh, it's meant to be, as the name would imply, an everyday belt, but one that's surfaced with the Velcro uh, loop so that at any given time you can throw on one of our uh, modular belt systems over over that and lock it in. So it's you know, reinforced, you know, double layer nylon with, uh, with a super rugged but low profile 
Austrian sure. Alpin Cobra frame buckle. So that's yeah. like that's what I love about all. Your, I mean, all your pro- products are low profile, and it's you know, and that's and the whole concept yeah. behind you know that's that's what you guys do. That's your niche. Well, you know? and don't let me forget. And I've got a belt you know for you too that goes uh, goes with that holster. All right, sweet. Thanks, brother. Cool. I was gonna make myself a note here, but I ain't right on. So, but <laughs> <laughs> I know Bill's got. He's trying to get out of here, so. Let's, yeah, a little let's, bit of time. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do your stuff. Let's talk about Fleoa real quick. Well, I'll, like last time I shot, we're just gearing up for Police Week in ten days. Uh, so I'll be down there spending two days. You know, That's uh, just coming up. What next week? Yeah, uh, yeah. I leave the tenth and or the eleventh and eleventh and twelfth. I'll be in Capitol Hill meeting with uh, whoever. Sitting on Capitol Hill. Yep, walking around there I'm doing the uh, lobbying <laughs> thing for our uh, membership. Well, good so. for you, man. Yeah, but otherwise, down here with Adam, graciously uh, invited me to come down and help. Well, I think he's been working you, hadn't he? And we've, we've been super glad to have him. He's been, been a it's lot It's been a busy show, hasn't it? Absolutely. It's been a really I mean, good we're, show. We're still not huge, so, I mean, all the helping hands we get, you know, help us do these trade shows and still keep things running and operating back home. Right on, right on. Adam has seen some great benefit from uh, the membership who've uh, really taken to Hydra Concealment's offering to the FLIOA members. So yeah, uh, glad it worked out great for them. Well, I mean, that's yeah. great people. Again, and, like you said, I mean, you guys are doing products for everybody, but you know, right. you started off with you know the we, the professional in mind. Absolutely. I mean, the business was certainly born out of you know the professional end user, you know, and where we come from, our background in diplomatic security. The product sort of evolved around that mission, and you know continues to evolve for you know other similar and complementary you know applications. Very cool. And yeah, we've. Do you want to talk about the golf tournament? Flioa. Oh yeah, the golf tournament, May nineteenth. Uh, you will be there. I I may be there. You may be there. there. You're I'm still, still giving me this crap. I'm, st- I'm still on the fence <laughs> on this. Uh, no, nothing no to do with you. To I know. You, know. you got. I'm. I got you stuff going on right now. No, I, got I stuff know. Going on. No, so. just giving you grief, dude. If I you make it, you make it. If not, cool. I throw consumer If, he, if any of our leadheads are in the area, I mean, I don't think they could play with us. I think you got a full boat, but oh, uh, feel we are free to. Packed. What's the golf course? Where's it at? Uh, Northville Hills Golf Club. Okay, because we got we've got some leadheads that live up that way that were asking. You know where it was that they ah. they're like hey i'll just come by and say hey it's like yeah absolutely yeah so say North, it again northville North- hills golf club northville michigan okay uh, just off of five mile there we go so, there yeah go. may 19th 9 a.m shotgun start and off we go good deal good deal all right so uh, you just leave whenever you need to i will okay just pick up and go tom yes sir iwi yes sir Listen. israel weapon industries so it's uh predecessor the where it came from imi familiar with that you know home of the uzi home of the galil right um in 2012 iwi was born and it came out originally with the offering of the tavor which is the idf's choice right uh, for their frontline units is what they were using so it's a a bullpup system and unlike some other bullpup systems that might have been out there that are that are kind of neat in so far as they're compact, but the ergonomics may not have been, you know, what you wanted. They, some of them were very reliable, and very accurate, but the ergos were, were kind of tough to deal with. Yeah. From a maintenance and parts standpoint, uh, that was another kind of challenge that folks had with them. Um, for me, you know, just dealing with them throughout my professional career, um, attaching stuff to it was extremely challenging because sure. there's not a lot of <laughs> ability to do so. So. Um, the Israelis, you know, they, they ran uh, M4-type systems for a long time. They're dealing mm-hmm. with uh, urban environment. Then they're going out open space, 
kind of, you know, the desert area, then fighting back into urban again. Right. Which is kind of what our guys do all the time overseas. It's, it's like that in Iraq and in other places, too. So um, they wanted something that could kind of fit the bill for the CQB role without, um, you know, compromising, engaging at distance. So that's that's when the Tavor kind of came out. It actually came around in, you know, 97. They were working on it. They okay. field tested it. But I was going to go, I was like, yeah, you said 2012. I was like, hadn't the Tavor been around? For no, no, no. 97. Yeah. 2003 is when they adopted it officially. Yeah. And then it, about four years ago, it got modified to the, it's called the X95 variant. Right. So it's current iteration. It's current animal. Yeah, uh, which is the is the ninety five. It's a beast. It's it, it's actually a very easy weapon to shoot. Adam's got one. I, yeah, we went it, out and sh- he shot war. it once, and they turned around a unit buying one. Yeah. And this is before right. I worked for IWI. Yeah, I, I, I'm a foreign weapons freak, and I like working with all kinds of platforms. And we had to, you know, Adam, you know, the background that I had overseas you you were dealing with foreign weapons all the time you know pkms rpks that kind of thing right so i like all kinds of things they're all built around a specific philosophy every weapon system every platform is uh theirs is built around uh they have a conscript military they issue it out they don't want it to break uh they don't want to mess with it again it you know it's going to be in a dirty environment it may or may not be cleaned don't want to clean it a lot the best way you know you know depending on who has it you know but uh and that they built a platform based around that hammer forge barrel barrel lasts forever um everything kind of sits in the back but the ergos were the things that really made it kind of awesome you know you can run it right and left shoulder when you have the right training to understand yeah. how to do that everything's ambi uh yeah you can switch everything from right to left um so it's it, it, you can shoot it one-handed you know there's a i, I went yeah. with steve fisher up to this was the shot of the day steve fisher and i when we get together we get stupid <laughs> Um, it's just something that happens. We had the X95 out, and uh, we're at 309 yards, and we were shooting, standing, kneeling prone, and hitting the plate. And uh, Idiot that I am, I pulled the weapon up with one hand, and I made a 309-yard shot. One shot, and I, I'm done. Did you lay you know. money on that? Like, oh, no, I just did it. I says, oh, he goes, one-handed, huh? I said, yeah, let's try that. Pow, ding. I'm like, all right, cool, I'm done. You surprised you know? yourself, right? No, well, I knew I was going to hit it eventually. I thought it would be a second-round hit, but... Uh, and then he had to step up, and then he hit it on the he on the third round. He nailed it. He hit it on a third. So he's like, "Wow, this thing's you know, it, it's it balances well." I teach a lot of officers. We actually have a training program. Uh, civilians can go to it too, but I go to agencies when they adopt it, and I train them up on it because the manual of arms is different. It's about a seven to eight hundred round iteration in two days. It's a lot of repetition, you know, even transitions, things like that. Yeah. And uh, all we're doing is, hey, under stress, this is how you run the gun. This is how you make it work. Uh, the school that we run, um, the academy, IWR Academy, we're mobile right now. Mm-hmm. We have a class going on in Ohio, one down in Virginia Beach, down by Adam. Are and these for everyone to take? Everyone. Everyone yeah, okay. can take. Open enrollment, right? It's nice. an open enrollment. The Tavor One is just the rifle. There's no pistol involved. It's literally everything you could know about the rifle. Learn your rifle inside and out. Inside and, and out. Learn how, how to you zero it. it. Is how you maintain it. Uh, these, this is how it actually works. This is how to clear your malfunctions, your reloads, positions, turns, pivots, the whole thing. And then we shoot out the distance. You know, we'll try and get out to 300 with them right. so they can confirm that, hey, this is a zero. This is what the gun's doing. Mm-hmm. So this is a one-day class? Two. Two-day two days, class? Two days, about 800 rounds, give okay. or take. It's, no, uh, the first day is only about, I think, three, yeah. 350 rounds. The second day is really shooting, yeah. shooting intensive yeah, yeah it's very so, shooting so intensive. more classroom hands-on kind of stuff with first two first hours day, yeah yeah you got to get the head straight um and strewn throughout the training um and adam knows this just from my previous life as well it's 
it's geared around um, the individual individual's needs, and it's a, around a fighting mindset. It's not necessarily a competition thing. There's there's little bits of we're dribbling little tactical thoughts in there. You know, the mindset you're supposed to have when you're fighting the gun. You know, um, trying to trying to get people to understand that you know the repetition is what's going to help you get through some of the stress. Right. right? So. And we try to apply the ta- we try to training, apply training, the tactics training. to the individual. So, I'm not going to take a, a homeowner who uh, never works in a team environment and have him, you know, do Your peels or tactics, contact breaks or something. Know. There's there's no point in that. It's right. going to all the tactics are going to apply to that individual's <clears throat> needs, and it's you know you don't have to be ninjified. It, it just has to be practical for what you're doing. And right. and I think that's some of that's left. Um, there's a lot of there's there's if there's folks that show up and I, this happened when I when I taught at Blackwater and, uh, Academy, you know, some folks want to show up with the plate carrier and the and the brain bucket and all that stuff. <laughs> right. When somebody when somebody yeah. breaks into the house, so you're not gonna have all that. I all, doubt right? the, the 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 brain bucket with the nods are gonna go on. You know, it's 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 gonna be grab the weapon and, and do your thing, right? There's always that one guy though. There there's the, the one guy. Boxer shorts. <laughs> hey y'all, just stay down there for five minutes. I got a kid up, right? Yeah. So. Um, Wouldn't it be funny though if somebody showed up in their boxer shorts? Like you know, that would be it out. right there. Just, exactly. This is what I'm gonna be wearing. So come on. Exactly. Let's, let's train. <laughs> so when when we have the Leos in the class, you know, we try and apply it to hey, you may have two guys. It might be just two of you. It's not going to be a whole team. That the yeah. tactics have to apply to that. For an individual like the level three, you have one, two, and three course. The three is based around I'm an individual now. I have to fight the gun. It, this is the extreme. You know, one handed. Have to be able to manipulate it. Malfunctions, clearances, one-handed. Uh, you may have to clear a room or two by yourself, which is never preferred. But that's something that comes up. Might and happen. Yeah. You might happen. I have to get to my daughter's room. Anything and, can happen. And hold, clear and hold one. Right. Yeah. So um, you don't that, prepare for it. Then yep, that's what we're trying to know do. what to do. Yeah. So, the so new, do you mix the the classes with civilians and? And Some, law enforcement, and military guys. Yeah, sometimes there are there are Leos in there. We the only time that we have an exclusive Leo class is, like, let's say an agency purchases the weapon. Then I I skew the training completely to that. Right. right and I right. may have like uh, one class. There's a lot of guys that are doing entry work, so a lot of the tactics and a lot of the skill sets are really designed around you know maybe a uh, I don't want to say assault work but raid work. Sure. You know. Uh, serving warrants or hostage rescue, high something risk. like that. It's a high risk. It's the high yeah. risk, the aggressive stuff, where you're looking for it as opposed to it coming to find you. You know, right. and those that that's you know those tactics change based on what you're doing. Um, but yeah, it's we'll occasionally have officers in there with civilians, which I personally I I think is is great because yeah. they're they're interacting, they're talking to each other, they're kind of seeing what's going on. If I have a couple officers. And let's say you know we're doing reloads or transitions or something like that. Um, if they have communication that they would use on the street, I allow that to happen. Go ahead. Don't change anything. Here's another thing it's, that, that comes down to uh, uh, practical training, which you know a lot of folks go to a range and they get programmed by the instructor. I tell you, you will do X, Y, and Z when I tell you to do it, right? So I'll be doing tack reloads or something like that. And right. their gun runs dry, yet they do a tack reload. You know, so my, my rule of thumb, and it, usually on the first day, first hour on the range, and the guys know this, is if you do something that makes sense, it's practical, it's safe, I don't care. Right. I don't want you to be a robot. We're trying to train thinking folk, not just, you know, rote people out there doing sure. like a robot what I tell them to do. Right. I don't want that. 
So uh, that's that's everything's kind of based around that. It's it's practical. Are these, are these classes mm. uh, part of the purchase of the rifle, or is that an additional thing? additional thing? It's on the website. It's okay. a separate separate. You know, get the weapon, get the training kind sure. of. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably the majority of the people that are buying them aren't going to be spun up on it. They're taking these classes anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They they're probably going to have to get used to it. Yeah. And um, IWI. I mean. The way this whole thing started was we actually had the program at Academy. We, we wrote it. I wrote the program at Academy, and I was teaching it there. The Israelis were there watching me do it, and this is what I'm putting out. And it's a blend of Israeli tactics and techniques with U.S. techniques. Sure. And they saw it, and they went, yeah, we like that. That's what we want. That's, that's efficient. It's, it makes sense. That's cool. what we're going to do because I, I work with those guys directly yeah. that are IDF. So. Um, we shoot together. We have shot together, so yeah. we get it, you know. And those guys are obviously in contact, um, even to this day. Even though they work for us, they're in the reserves, so sure. they have to do their during Gaza. They have to. We yeah. could not <laughs> talk to them because they were busy. You know, they had to go do stuff. Yeah. So it's uh, it's relevant and practical for both sides of the ocean, I guess. Yeah. So the Tavor, IWI Tavor, mm-hmm. is that the only? Oh no, we got other. But we yeah. got we. But wait, we got more, right? But so, wait, yeah, wait. <laughs> We the the Galil is the uh, the last thing that came out over the last couple of years. We we started with the seven six two thirty nine uses AK mag Galil uh, came out with pistol with brace, um, the rifle and then pistol without a brace. I I like the brace. I kind of dig it myself. That's the one I have. Yep. The latest one we brought out recently was it's the uh, Galil five five six. So that's the newest one. The original Galil, if you remember in history, was a three oh eight and a five five six. Okay. Yeah. Um, the 5.56, five, there's a full size, there's a real small one that they had as well, uh, like a micro Galil. Micro, yeah. Micro. Uh, well, they kind of went along those same lines. They changed the name of it. Those though. Israelis like to use micro, don't they? A lot. Yeah, their micro Uzi. X95 yeah. is the micro full auto. Roni, yeah, the, that, <laughs> the micro Galil is the full auto X95. Uh, or the, I'm sorry, the micro X95 yeah. is the full auto 13 inch barrel version. It's okay. like 22.8 inches and. Ridiculous to shoot. It's fun to shoot. It's it, awesome. It's yeah. incredibly at, it, under full auto. It's it's, it's really beast, easy to control. No, it, uh, uh, Steve Fisher. If you go on YouTube, X ninety five, the fish and I. Another one of those stupid challenges. I'm like, hey, let's go back to fifty <laughs> yards, and we're gonna hit those 12, 12 by eighteen plates at fifty yards in full auto, two round, and it hit, and we were hitting every one of them. Ding ding. ding. In full auto, brum brum brum, nice. all the way down the line. So the gun runs, but the. Uh, the Galil 5.56 is based on the, it's called the Galil 21N. That's what they have in Israel. And it's a full, theirs is full auto, obviously. Sure. We have it for law enforcement, you know, here, military. But um, it's a, everything about the ergos of the Galil 5.56 are the same, except it's got a bolt hold open, too, which the 21N had as well. Okay. It's on the right side of the receiver. It's right where your index finger would be. If you think of a right. bad lever. Yeah. From a um, yeah. yeah, it's kind Night of in that yeah. location. It's it's right there, but it's on the receiver. It's part of the receiver. Okay. So when the weapon runs dry, you hit the mag release just like an M4. It's on both sides. Mm-hmm. Ambidextrous mag release. Hit it with your index finger. Load, and then above that, you just kind of rock it down, and it drops, and you reload. It's it's fast. I'm super intuitive. Yeah. yeah. If you go on the uh, IWI website. There's a 30 second blurb. Sparky, that would be me, is shooting it, <laughs> doing a reload. And I'm dropping and kneeling, and you, you can kind of see that whole process as soon as the mag goes in. Just is it, it just IWI.com? Yeah, IWI.us. Uh, yeah. Okay, IWI.us. IWI. Mm-hmm. And if, if you go on Facebook or whatever, we have a Facebook page. 
and it shows you know that that happening too we're announcing that it's coming out in the next month or so cool rifle form um rifle uh pistol with brace uh-huh. and you know the decision about the brace came out yeah 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 well that so, is it's the sp tactical brace it's the exact brace that we use so yeah. that works out you should be able to shoulder nice. now and not worry about worry about it atf yeah falling out of the sky parachutes and fast ropes <laughs> but again it's an opinion letter so yeah well it's changed three times already uh, it might change again we'll yeah, see who knows i uh, just say do what you want it's <laughs> your thing do what you want man <laughs> yeah. do what so, makes you happy yeah exactly <clears throat> you want to shoulder it shoulder it gum. yeah it's it, it i mean i i think most of those guys, we actually met some of them from Technical Branch. Um, they, they came to an armors course. We offer armors courses, too. And um, they're good guys. You know, they're, they, uh, they go to the armors courses to understand how the gun works and how people modify it. That's the reason they go to that kind of thing. Nice. Uh, but they're good dudes. And, you know, they, that decision came out. And, you know, they're, they're trying to reconcile it. They're, they got backed in a corner and having to answer. <laughs> That's kind of how that started in the first place. They kept right. asking, you know, asking the question until Stupid they got the wrong the answer. They didn't the same want question basically. Over. Yeah. So yes. you're telling me I can do it? Yes, you can yeah. do it. So these guys really, are, you're telling me I can do it? But yeah, what if for real? You're telling me no. Now you can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Quit asking. Stop bothering the parents. You know, stop <laughs> asking mom for something. And <laughs> exactly. They, finally, exactly she's going to say happened. no. You know, they they just kind of let it be, and then they they got backed in the corner, and uh, now they they've come out with that. The other way of looking at it sure and, you know kind of reconciled that a little bit yeah. so we'll i just say repeal the nfa and we don't have to worry about it <laughs> <laughs> now, maybe baby steps man let's get rid of i mean just like tim harmson you know has said recently with with the sb tactical braces and everything from a practicality perspective it really it really sort of makes the short belt rifle portion of the nfa sort of obsolete you know, I mean, kind of what's what's really the point does. now? Yeah. It may yeah. modify. You got to be careful about getting rid of that branch, though. ATF. Everybody's anti-ATF. I get it. Yeah. But at least the guys that are working in that world, they understand exactly the systems and what's going on. So at least they're educated. If if they lose it and it goes to somebody else, and a bureaucrat has, and to a make bureaucrat that gets a hold of Absolutely. it who doesn't understand what they're looking at, you know, with the hundred round clips. Remember they that? Don't understand stuff. what they're looking at anyway. Now, oh now, now you're trading in, you know, one bureaucratic thing for something that may be worse. You got to be careful what you pray for because we're, we're not saying we're not saying replace it. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You know, there's yeah. not, don't re- don't take it away and replace it. So just do yeah. away with it. You yeah, know? exactly. It so just, could just be the AT. There you go, the A tobacco. <laughs> Just take the F out of it, guys. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, the mo- fun out of ATF. The That's fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, right there. But yeah, it's uh, so it's it's a great company. We're small. Um, the marketing team is small, um, but we're mighty. I guess that's the best way to put it. We're trying. We can maneuver in every direction. And where are you guys based in the U.S.? Harrisburg, PA. Okay. Or not. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we assemble there. Um, uh, some of the part, a lot of the parts are U.S. made. Uh, some have to come from Israel, obviously. Sure. And then we uh, we manufacture there, and then that's it goes out to our distributors and whatnot. But I'm uh, there's two sections, obviously commercial and LE. I'm the LE sales manager, so my job okay. is LE military, gotcha. government, whatever. Yeah. So. But on the training side. You know, if I can kind of brag on Tom for yeah, just a no, second. No, no, no. You don't stroke him, man. Stroke him. I've known Tom for a really long time, and he's 
you know, what's cool is, you know, when he was living local to us, you know, I would always drag him out. Not exactly kicking and screaming, thankfully. No, nah, I like to go like do you. some training and everything. And, right. Uh, just a, you know, something to put out there to anybody out there that owns an X95, that owns an IWI Tavor. And, I mean, you haven't really received any quality, top-notch, you know, rifle-specific training on that weapon system. You know, I mean, this is the guy you really want to run you through the paces there. Um, he, you know, he's going to make you proficient, you know, help you run that gun to its fullest capability. Yeah. I obviously got... Not all companies offer training courses on their specific... No. Yeah. System, yeah. so it's great that IWI is doing that. It's yeah. a great opportunity, and so it I gives mean, you, gives you the consumer a leg up on this guy. Sobe, I mean, he's been selling uh, IWI rifles before he worked for IWI <laughs> for with me, especially. I yeah. tried to break it. I, I bought one way for way too much money when they first came out. It was dumb. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't even. It's embarrassing. Twenty four hundred dollars. So Whoa. yeah, I was yeah. stupid. I was like, I need it, you know, because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd gotta work, have this in my life again. You know, I work with a bunch of other platforms um, that were good, but they didn't really offer me anything. So, and I, I ran 1,800 rounds through it just to see if it would malfunction or something. And then I got it dirty. Didn't and clean it. I know. didn't clean it, you know. <laughs> and then I went, wait a minute, this is my own weapon. Maybe I should treat it like a little bit. Yeah, I just paid 2400 dollars for this. Yeah, yeah. Let me fix it. So, and then uh, you know, but that's that's kind of what sold me on it. Was it just it ran like a top? And that, that's when I was working for Academy. So I was running out to six or seven hundred yards, and I mean, I was getting stupid with it. You know, anything I can do, try. And Adam knows I break things. It, it's a gift. There's, yeah, a, yeah that's I, I have a reputation for that myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bought a Glock. <laughs> I went from a Beretta because I broke my Beretta, uh, the locking block that was notorious for that. Yeah. Yeah. And Beretta fixed it. I, I'll tell you this: the gun ran fine. They fixed it quick, but. So I turned around, I bought a Glock, because I'm like, okay, Glocks don't break perfection, right? I broke it four <laughs> times within 6,000 rounds. Two trigger returns, brings two extractors. That That's was the impressive. early Glock. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, but I was beating it up pretty right. heavily. And I'm like, oh, my God, is there anything I can touch that just won't shatter on me? I, I think I don't know if I have a single pistol that I haven't done something to it yeah. and Probably messed it up. Anymore, no, yeah. there's one Glock I haven't broken yet, but I will eventually. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. Psh, I'm due. But... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, I, I work with Adam, too, um, work with High Threat Concealment. I actually run a lot of his kit. I work State Department um, stuff as well, and uh, that's the kit you want to wear right. under. But the cool thing about his uh, his rig, I'll brag on him a little bit, he made a belt pad that uh, you can actually, you can either be concealed or you can attach the belt pad, and it pushes it away from your body. I'm not real big on if I can get it off my thigh, I don't want to. I know some people are just awesome for the gi joe on your thigh right. drop the, leg. Yeah. but i like having it a little higher especially if you're you know if you're in a vehicle or something like that the reason i like pushing yeah. it out is if you're wearing plates i got to be able to access everything so when right. he put clear your he armor. got the pad yeah he, he ran the pad on it i can run that in full kit i wear it every day when i'm doing demos or teaching that and pad pushes it out pad pushes it out i put a velocity plate carrier over the top of it and uh my rig and I'm just cooking with gas. It's probably one of the more comfortable things I've ever had. Well, and what Tom's talking about is our Livviz battle belt. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, we pretty much wanted to take the battle belt concept, you know, put it on a little bit of a diet, you know, thin it out some, and and really traditionally, you know, the battle belts with dynamic movement, you know, they shift around a lot on you, bounce. We wanted to lock it into place. Oh, so it yeah. utilizes, you know, our two belt system, just like our regular low pro systems. And so you get the option. It comes with... You know, 
comes with one of the slim grip inserts, so if you need to throw it on expediently, you can do that, you know, and it'll kind of stick in place. If you really want to lock it in, though, it works best with one of our Velcro underbelts. Yeah. So once you tension that thing down, it's not going anywhere. It gives you a little extra measure of comfort. If still concealable, you can still conceal it if you kind of plan around it, but it gives you a little more uh, comfort option as well. Yeah, yeah. I run it. It looks comfortable, huh? I yeah. run it with the uh, Velcro belt. It doesn't shift on me. I'm, you know, when you're out teaching or doing stuff, you're wearing it all day. And Bill's been, you know, running it nonstop under a button-up shirt. You know, all for the entire show here for three days, and he's flashing people like a guy in a raincoat constantly. <laughs> Their eyes get Police big. have been called yeah. at least three times. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Well, is he getting on the plane with that? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. He'll probably happens. forget he has it on. I know. That's what I'm saying. You might want to remind him he's got I'm it. Sorry, on. your pre your uh, pre check's been denied, sir. You're, you're gonna have to go through the <laughs> regular line. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, and he also makes uh, rigs for the, uh, the Jericho pistol. We run the Jericho, so they're absolutely great. It's a good pistol. It's just harder to find rigs or uh, holsters for it. So he actually sorted us out with that. So it works out great. Very good cool. combo. So we've got a uh, another gentleman here joining us. What's up, man? Introduce yourself. I'm Chase with Zenith Firearms. Chase with Zenith Firearms. Yes, sir. Thanks for sitting down and joining us. Thank you for having us, man. Yeah, Appreciate you could have you could have joined in the conversation. Well, I he was just he was riveting, man. Like, I know. I was I'm, like hanging I'm, on. Dude, no, but I'm, I'm a sucker for like this training stuff. So I'm just like, oh yeah, tell me more. What's up? I'm gonna get, where can I get this yeah, training? Exactly. I'm like, oh, no, buy a gun right Chase, now. Chase is plugged in. He loves training. Yeah, I do. yeah, it's yeah, that's my heart and soul, man. So for sure, so yeah. that's awesome, dude. You guys are killing it. So it's actually, I, it's fun, you know, working for Zenith Firearms, and we're literally right now like, like, all right, we gotta offer training for this platform because we're working with, uh, primarily with uh, being the roller delay platform, mm -hmm. and uh, it's definitely one of the least known operating systems and least known manual of arms in the industry. So, trying to get some stuff put together for that right now. Get some you knowledge, you're on it like yeah. that. That is the way to do. Yeah, yeah. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, you know, people you just. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got a consumer education is important, and when you're especially when you're selling stuff, people could uh, stake their life on. Yeah, yeah. We have a responsibility to our customers to provide them every bit of quality we can, not just in manufacturing and customer service, but in knowledge transfer as well. So that's awesome. Absolutely. It's so cool you guys are doing Well, they that. look at it or they look at something that's just different. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's different, oh, is that a plasma rifle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Plasma. Plasma. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 40 watt ram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's tell us awesome. about Zenith Firearms. So we started about uh, three years ago. Uh, we're in, uh, importer of uh, firearms from Turkey. Uh, we work. Uh, There's those turkey people again. That's it, man. Yeah, you guys MKE. had uh, Century on over earlier, and man, yeah, uh, Century, and there was a shotgun company that I met last night. I can't, oh yeah, Turkish. They make a lot of turkey shotguns. Dude, didn't know yeah. until recently. Yeah, honestly, uh, Turkey's been making shotguns for. I mean, Long yeah, time. yeah for a long, yeah. long time. They make some really, really nice stuff. Really I mean, it's, nice shot. Um, yeah, I mean, I, we see guns coming out, shotguns coming out of Turkey for you know, hundred thousand plus all the time. It's just, I mean, like, super nice stuff. Yeah. Um, no but doubt. you know, on, on our end, we started three years ago. Uh, we're working with MKEK, uh, so they're they've been around literally making weapons for since the Ottoman Empire. So since the 1600s, uh, in, in, in continuous operation. Right. Um, so they were licensed. Um, Tom's bugging out. Tom, thank you so much. IWI.us. IWI.us. I'm sorry to bug out. No, no worries, man. Uh, Good I to meet you. Go clean stuff up. My boss is gonna hate me if I don't. Get <laughs> oh, that's cool. I'll shoot. You're on the right track with uh, what you're thinking. Oh, dude, yeah. thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Awesome. We'll see you at Big Three, maybe, brother. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. Right. Um, yeah, man. But so, uh, 
so we, we, we specialize in the roller delay platform. So uh, MKE was the what platform? The roller delay. So uh, roller for, delay. Yeah. So it's uh, honestly it, that's it, you're all jacked on old caffeine right now, dude. You're like Mountain Dew, dude. Yeah, dude. It's been it's been a, it's been an awesome show, but it's been so long. So I know it's coming I on, know. and I'm like, I should probably not be a zombie when I get on. And like, oh, now I'm like, that was a bit too much. Um, but yeah, so um, tell all the tell all the listeners who you know, might not know. Yeah. You know, when we say roller delay, you know. Right. Te- right. So what it is, it's based, uh, if most people will be familiar with the MP5 platform. And yeah. essentially what it is, it's a it's a delayed roller blowback. So um, invented by the Germans uh, a little bit before, uh, around the post-World War One era. Um, roller roller locks is a common term for it as well. And that was actually used in the larger caliber machine guns like the MP42. Um, but when you get the cartridge down a little bit smaller, you don't actually need to lock it out and system out anymore. And so essentially, it's um, people are used to like uh, blowback guns, yeah, fire from an open bolt. Right. Essentially, the Germans didn't like that because they're like, well, you know, it's it's not as refined, it's not quite as accurate. A lot of weight transfer going on during the cycle of operations. So they figured out a way to still have a delayed blow uh, a system that was delayed in the blowback slightly, so that they could fire from a closed bolt, uh, maintain more accuracy. Uh, high degree of reliability. In fact, as the uh, the gun wears in and, and goes through, you know, however many rounds you want to run through it full auto, uh, the only thing that really wears out is the rollers. So if you look at it, if you think of uh, like a chamber, uh, maybe like on an AR-15 or something, right. you'd essentially just have like two indents on either side of the chamber. Um, and uh, when the bolt goes into battery, the two little rollers, like just anything you might see on like a... Uh, Gosh, like, you know, like a conveyor belt or something, just little metal rollers. They just slide into those uh, indents, and they they just fit, fit in there. And when there's high pressure in the chamber, like when a round's you know been been uh, detonated, uh, the rollers are pretty much stuck in those indents. The pressure drops as the round uncorks and cycles cycles the action. So there it's super reliable, super simple. Um, so MKEK was licensed under HK for about 40 years for manufacturing. They did a lot of work for them, and the license expired. Uh, HK decided not to renew it. And, but they were legally able to still produce the, the, the weapons. Uh, the Turkish military picked them up and were using them exclusively at that point. So they, they're still all using uh, all uh, all the, the roller locker, roller delay platforms. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so we started importing those three years ago and just been working to, to bring the weapon to market, build that market exposure, but also modernize the weapons. So my background is with Marine Corps infantry. So I came at it like I break everything. And I can't break these guns. And I really love that. Another um, one that breaks. Another it's one just like dude, so much stuff, dude. Like I, I broke our booth twice setting up like, <laughs> and it was already built. Like we didn't do anything to the booth that I broke. It's like, how do you do this, man? It's amazing. It's a gift. It's a gift. Yeah, dude. So, but so what we're trying to do is, is I love the heart of this, this weapon that um, uh, Jim Fuller from Rifle Dynamics, you know, said like the heart of an AK is amazing. Don't ever touch it, but everything else can change. And that's, that's kind of right. the way we look at this. Like the, the roller delay operating system is super, super reliable. I mean, literally like there's old World War, video, World War II videos of like Germans breaking rocks in the action. Like just dropping rocks in there while it's cycling and it'll crush rock. Like it's just oh my god, it's super Boy, super robust awesome. like for a suppressed weapon system too. Oh, I mean, it really nice. shines. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Adam Adam uh, is running one uh, suppressed nine mil and C five P. Yeah, buddy. And they're they're super nice. Um, but you know, when I, I look at a gun, I look at it from reliability and uh, and uh, manual of arms. Um, and it's just, it's not where people are used to when you compare it to the AR platform. That's right. So, and, and it's not as modular either. So that's something that we're really working hard on is trying to bring that modularity. Well, when it. you, when you see it, and you brought one, right? Yeah. yeah awesome. I got one right here. Oh yeah, I gotta have some hands on. Boom. Well, 
All well, right. and, and like you I'm were talking. I'm upset he didn't bring the IWI Tavor over here. Yeah. For me, had a little hands on with Well, it's fine. Tom had showed up earlier, and, you know, we were kind of running behind. Oh, I, mean, I know. We've I know. had I'm a good time today. Chops. I think he had brought the Galil over. The new, uh, That's five, the, the brand one new one, the 556 five, Galil. Galil. It's really slick. Those are sexy. Now, check this thing out. Right, so again, what am I holding here? All right, so you're holding the Z5 RS, and that's actually the, the version we just released here at uh, at the show, and that is the SB Tactical Folding Arm Brace. So it's great timing with the ATF's opinion letter uh, released. Alex been uh, been great with us. Alex Bosco, the owner of SB Tactical, man, he's, he's been awesome to us. Got good, us the braces in time. Dude. So, yeah, super good dude. Put in the work with the ATF, got the, uh, you know, big, big uh, part of getting that opinion changed, and, uh, and we're loving it, man. So... Uh, that is the actually the, the rail version, so it comes with a, a tri rail from Samson Manufacturing, and okay. just it talking looks with good. Yeah. It, it, it looks nice, man. I, I really like it, and uh, I was actually just talking with him at the show, and that is a it's a tri Picatinny rail, so it's a little bit legacy, and they're working right now on an MLock rail, so we'll be uh, nice. we'll be upgrading to to MLock rail from some manufacturer. We're not totally sure; they don't know if they can roll it out in time, what kind of volumes, whatever. But we definitely. Like I said, we're dedicated to, to increasing the modularity of that weapon system as much as we can while keeping the heart of it, the operating system of it, intact. And this is the 9 mil. Yes, sir. We got our safety over here. Yep. And and it's compatible with all legacy parts for, for the H&K platform. What about magazines? What kind of magazines are so we doing this? Uh, all of our guns ship with three thirty round mags. Okay, are they proprietary? Uh, well, yeah. To, HK I mean, pattern? To, yeah, HK pattern mags, yeah. Yeah, uh, and we're actually uh, working with a, a number of different uh, U.S. mag manufacturers right now to get samples in so we can make mags to help with 922R compliance when we start doing rifles. Uh, we're able to do factory SBRs right now. Uh, we're working on factory full auto as well right now. So, uh, okay. you know, for dealer samples, LE right. sales, whatever. Um, uh, right now our, our guns are up at Crane as well. There are some NSW guys looking at, at using them for specific applications. So, How long has this been out? This um, About three years. Three years. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, that was that was my first exposure to Zenith firearms. Was one of the roller locks, yeah. and I remember picking it up for the first time and said, you know, it's not. You know, I don't think you got. You know, there's been other, you know, HK MP5 clones out. Yeah, yeah. This was the. I remember picking it up and saying, wow. Yeah, man. And well, just the quality on it. Yeah, and, and there are some other guys doing out there doing some really great work on them, but they're. Um, I guess they're almost like boutique. I don't mean that in a bad way, but they're, no. they're, they're small production. Um, you know, everything's you know uh, hand done, and, and we are definitely production line. Um, you know, we we're working off of one of two currently existing lines in the world that are still you know from HK. You know, like look at our machines; they say HK on them, you know, right? Stuff. Um, so yeah, they're 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 super nice. They're you know made to the proper specs, and uh, I, I love those things, man. Yeah, and they. They just run. Yeah, I, love I mean, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you got to do the slap, man. Slapping the bass, slapping the bass. Yeah. Did Adam? The first time you saw him was that that big three, like two years ago. It was three a, years ago. Yeah, big three. Yeah. What's it been? Three years. Three, now? I guess yeah, so. Yeah, I think man. It has been three. Yeah, that was neat. And it's interesting, you know, when right before Tom left and you were getting into it as well on the training side. It's, yeah. It's interesting to run. You see a lot of people that you're really interested in the roller locks and getting into them, but. Mm -hmm. There's not a whole lot of you know knowledge out there still floating around with people that really have you know been trained, have the proper yeah you know, the old doctrine of running the uh, running a roller lock you know with how to work how to work the reloads yep. you know, combat reload, tack reload and yeah 
you know, with you know, never insert or drop a mag on a you know on a closed on bolt. On a closed bolt, yep. yeah. And that's actually something we're working on. We found out that you can change the geometry a little bit internally on the magazine. Really. So when we come out with, um, I'm gonna say this, with, you know, yeah, totally hold us to it. Um, please don't hold us to this. Uh, <laughs> no, but we're really working to have the geometry change just slightly so you could actually load on a closed bolt when we do our USB magazine. Awesome. So that would be that would be nice. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So no, not not. And you got a threaded barrel. Yeah, so it's got a half by twenty eight thread as well as that tri lug adapter, so you can re, uh, suppress, you know, use the suppressor uh, to lock on the tri lug. There's a number of companies that make great uh, tri lug adapters for their cans, or you just go direct thread, whatever you want. Okay, very nice. And what's the uh, MSRP? MSRP on the base gun, so it just ships as a pistol with an end cap, no brace or anything like that, is. Uh, I do marketing, you, not you sales. Do, yeah. So it's it's right around. So they can go to your website and find yeah, that go, out. Please go to zenithfirearms.com. There you go. For all product information. Ballpark? Yeah. Ballpark? Ball, ballpark is right on uh, 1800 MSRP. Okay. Um, they're normally found for the 1600 mark you know, yeah, out there in the world. Just north of 1600, yeah. you know, um, street, which you yeah, can street see value. street at your local gun store. Um, you'll be seeing the, the new uh, SB Very good quality. Models. Thank you. You can tell just by... Just by picking it just up. By yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Um, there's Absolutely. actually a, a local range to us called the Machine Gun Nest in Northern Virginia, and they've, they've got three of our platforms, uh, and I believe the lowest count is about 25,000 rounds on one, and the other two are about 60,000 rounds, and so far they've replaced some springs. Okay. Um, so, you know, and, and that's just, you know, springs as they compress and uncompress, they wear. That's, you know, that's normal. Part. I haven't even cleaned mine yet. Dude, that's what's up. <laughs> we shot that a bunch. We did. Yeah, the last uh, the last shoot we shot it a lot. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm you know we're we're excited about him and we're working with a number of different guys. Uh, actually, you know Adam, you were talking about the training thing. Uh, James Williamson. Yeah. Um, he with Tufel Hunan Tactical. Yeah. Out of North Carolina. Uh, he was doing some training. I have to train with him a little bit, and he, that dude's fantastic. Uh, he actually just went came on with Haley Strategic Partners as well. So they're going to be picking up some subgun training. So it's I was I'm, he the I'm, gentleman in the video that they had up on the yeah the, the car video? when they built been on the car recently yeah yeah that was James that's James and Travis great um, so yeah we're getting into we're trying we're trying to move in the training game as much as possible we'll probably do some training locally on our end but also working with just you know. Uh, just reputable instructors, guys who, who have used the platform either professionally or just as an enthusiast, but understand it well enough because that's their background that they right. can you know, teach to it. So you're just talking to Rob Peekins, and I was like, oh, I want to talk to him. Have a gun, man. Yeah, keep us posted on, you know, as that develops. Yeah. Know, I certainly know myself and you know, some, some other dudes in our circles that would be interested in that. Yeah, man. Oh, absolutely. We, we really are, we, we want to get these platforms out there. I, I believe in them. Like, I ditch my AR, and I love ARs. I hardcore yeah. love them. Like, I'm alive, honestly, because FN made a Fantastic cheaper product. to run the nine mils. Cheaper to run the nine mil. But I, I traded out for my truck gun, you know, because I totally believe that ninjas are going to attack me, and I can use a gun out of my vehicle. At any it's gonna, time, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Come on, it's got to happen. And but you can always use. I mean, this thing's got the yeah. Heaven is reliable. If it doesn't work. You got to hit them with it. It's a battle axe, too, it, man. Yeah. Um, battle axe. Yeah. So I mean, I've, you know, it is. And it's concealable. It's lightweight. It's you know, it's it's plenty lethal in the ranges. Dude, it's a good back scratcher. Like back scratcher. Yeah, man. Um, but look at how small it packs up, too. Yeah, man. It's actually, super the, convenient. All the new uh, the new models with the SB Tactical folding braces are shipping in uh, in discrete bags. So I have one here. Oh, nice. So these are made by Elite Survival Systems, which uh, I didn't I didn't know actually they made gear. I was using their uh, their recon bags um, uh -huh. in the Marine Corps. They, they're super nice. They pack up really small. Uh, and then when I found out they made these, oh, it's so cool. So we have a guy who works for us in armor. It looks like luggage too, which dude, is great. Dude, it does. Yeah. It looks like a, a like a laptop bag or something. Um, yep. 
We have a guy who ran these within a SWAT team. He's had it for 28 years. And the difference between this bag and his bag is it's a little bit faded. Uh -huh. like 25 years or 28 years on. Um, so they're super, super rugged and reliable. Um, and they, you know, they come with a lifetime warranty on the bags as well. So, wow. um, you know, our, all of our guns ship with a five-year warranty. Uh, and, and honestly, even past that, man, if something goes wrong, like, gonna take care. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, hey, I shot my gun with another gun. That's probably on you, bro. Where are you but, guys uh, located? Oh, uh, we're in Afton, Virginia. So it's Central Virginia, about okay. an hour uh, northwest of Richmond. Gotcha. All right. So cool. Yeah, man. Now, do you have any other products? Uh, yeah, we have a we have a lot actually, a lot of products. So we work with several manufacturers in Turkey. Put that back too. Um, so we do. Uh, Polymer frame striker fired pistols, the MC28. We do 1911s from Tsosh and Gearson, uh, and we uh, also work with Tedno, which makes fine shotguns. So we're doing, we sort of hit the, the whole gambit there. Uh, we're also in, importing some tactical shotguns from Gearson as well. So we're you trying to. Semi autos? Uh, yeah, we have semi autos and pump. Okay, mm -hmm. nice. So we yeah, do, do a, a lot of those, and we're working right now with the Gearson. We, it's our model. It's the Gearson 312 mm -hmm. shotgun. It's a 12-gauge uh, semi-auto shotgun. We built a, a, a three-gun model out of it as well. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're I was going to ask, do you have any competition guns? Yeah, so well, that's what we're working on. So there's actually a gentleman here who we just met, hadn't heard of him before, but he's doing a drop-in trigger system for our, our, our Z-line of guns, so the, the Z5P, Z5RS like I have here, the you know the roller lock kind of uh, MP5 pattern uh, Yeah, gun. somebody was telling me about that. Yeah, man, it's a 2.2-pound, .2 two-stage AR trigger that drops into a freaking our guns. That's awesome. It's nuts. Did Hyperfire? No. It's, I, I, What's it, the... I, I feel so bad. I know, I, I forgot like, it as well. Honestly, like, <laughs> I don't, like, he has, like, this, like, the booth over, like, in the corner and just kind of came over and, um, and was like, hey, guys, I, I built this. What? It blows my mind. And the neat thing, too, is it's all, it's all milled CNC, so he can do uh, any kind of trigger geometries you yeah. want. He can complete nice. control all the stuff, and it's made of, um, let me see, four 40, 470 tool steel, something like that. So it's super hard. One of the one of the biggest problems with these platforms is that when the bolt cycles to the rear, it smacks the it's hell smacking, out of the hammer. Yeah. hammer. So yeah, the metallurgy is super important in these guns, and he's, he's making it out of something. Especially that's suppressed, dude. Yeah. yeah, especially suppressed. So that's that's really exciting. To so be able to drop AR trigger parts into one of these guns, that's just, that's a game changer. Right when there. you do when you do these, is there a, a, just, a gas adjustment? No. So there is no there's no gas system on this. The they cycle fine with yeah. the suppressor. Absolutely, yeah. They cycle yeah. no problem. Uh, you you do get a slightly increased um, you know cyclic rate when you're shooting full auto and that kind of stuff because yeah. uh, it's increasing pressure in the gun, but it's no problem. And you get slightly increased wear. Uh, wear excuse me. Our engineers like super nerdy about it. So it's just like oh you know he like writes out the formula on the board and I'm like so what does that actually equate to man? He's like well dude you know instead of having to change this part out at like sixty eight thousand rounds now you're gonna have to change it out fifty two thousand rounds. Fifty two. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh okay. I was like that. So it doesn't matter then. Okay. Right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the so average person out there, that's just it doesn't matter. That doesn't right. matter. Yeah, and it's you a know, lot of ammo. It, exactly. Yeah. So it, it's yeah, it's not too bad. Um, so we're working on a couple of different ideas uh, for suppressors that actually don't uh, affect the the internal pressure of the gun, um, and it basically baffled systems. Just it does it all. All platforms when you're using a baffle can it doesn't. OSS is making a can, you know that it, we. Yeah, the heel. I know you're dying to ask a question over there. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like running she's, on. She's wanting now. to jump in. I get into this so much. I'm so nerdy about this stuff. <laughs> you're just listening. You don't have to be quiet. I just she, wanted to listen. She's just Dude, eavesdropping. I'm just Sarah Larson, this. ladies and gentlemen. She's the the brains behind uh, HTC. HTC. Brains and beauty. Come on now. That's right. Beauty. Yeah. Um, 
No, these headphones are awesome, by the way. I'm just like totally nervous about great. this. Audio I put these on, awesome. I was like, what? Huh? This is the thing? This is so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but uh, OSS isn't making a pistol caliber can yet, but we've we've talked to them about it. And uh, again, I think if um, Naval Special Warfare picks up the gun, then they'll probably be going that route. Um, but again, we're always looking for solutions to, to be able to, like I said, keep this operating system, but pretty much change everything else to make it better for the end user. Well, that'd be nice. that'd be great. I you yeah. know, think I saw a high-speed camera, you know, slow-mo video of yeah. some of their guns running, you know, comparing the OSS with some other stuff, just comparing yeah. cyclic rates. Yep. And, yeah. you know, it was you know, it was pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you can suppress a gun and not beat it up more internally, that's a mm -hmm. big win all the way around. Right. Um, you know, just, so. Um, and the and the fact that it just sort of tensions itself, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's right. never going to come loose on you because the way the, the way the flow goes through the can, yep. it's you know, constantly yeah. keeping Getting tension tight. on the threads. Yeah, cool Man, stuff. I, I love smart people. They come up with so much neat stuff that I get to play with. And it's so That's so awesome. So your smart people, uh, what have they got in the works? What's coming? What, what's in the future for so, us? So our big first push, uh, actually this was our biggest product release to date. Um, it's, it's a product release about, against uh, four different models. So we have our Z5RS, which is our full-size MP5 platform. Okay. Then we have RP, which is everybody probably knows the MP5K. So it's got mm -hmm. the Navy barrel, so it still is suppressible. Okay. Uh, and then we have what we call our Z5K, which is the non-suppressible, the, the flushing that was designed originally by HK as a pistol. Uh, and people a lot of times saw new, the, new tri -log. Yeah, no trilog, yeah. flush barrel uh, at right at the end of the triple ring. And uh, normally it's been run with like, the SAS version, so you just put it on a sling and push it out. Mm -hmm. And we're offering that in, uh, in AOW with that classic vertical grip. Uh -huh. um, like that with AOW with the folding arm brace, and then just as a as a complete pistol, no no AOW, uh, and then off with our Z5RS, we're offering it with a rail and an ex classic configuration with tropical handguard. Maybe that. Oh, oh you're fine. Punch the mic. <laughs> um, you know, in the in the, in the configuration. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Yeah. Oh, and wait, sorry. Um, but, so I got yeah. so the AO, stuff. The uh, AOW. Yes. Is it just is it a fixed that way? So the, you'd have to run it that way, or is no? It, it, no. Okay. So actually, our just all these attachment, hand, yeah, all these handguards for H and K were originally designed with a push pen. Super so you just simple. Push a yeah. pen out, and you're okay. done. A lot of the rails uh, these days attach with screws of some. See, that's another like that. stupid NFA rule, dude. Yes, is it if is. you put yeah, a is. if you put a foregrip on yeah. a pistol. It's all yeah. of a sudden then you're yeah. breaking a rule. Well, and I was actually super. No, alien. no, yeah, no you can't do that. You got to tell us that you're doing that. Register it, it and pay us it, two hundred dollars. That's a five dollar tax stamp for an AOW. Oh yeah, but it's, it's just, just the but wait. You still got to wait. You still got to wait. But you still yeah. got to do the wait. And I was actually just. Uh, it was funny you mentioned Tim earlier. I was just talking to him today about it, and you know he's talked to some guys. Who are like that's actually an incorrect interpretation. They don't think AOW is actually really a thing. Mm -hmm. um, which I'm not. You know. Zenith Firearms is, offers no legal advice. <laughs> but, I mean, right. but, disclaimer, yeah. yeah disclaimer, not a lawyer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One on but, TV. Exactly. Check, but check but if that's the lawyer. thing, man, that, that, would be, that would be crazy. So, uh, But either way, we're, again, we're just trying to give people as many options as they can. Yeah. Um, you know, as a, as a manufacturer, we're able to buy accessories and stuff in bulk. And we, we know, like, we have to buy accessories, right? We get HK accessories and or HK compatible accessories are typically not cheap. So right. anytime we can buy them, especially in bulk, if it's got uh, HK anywhere on it, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, exponentially goes up. Uh, absolutely, it, it does. Um, but you know, anytime we can buy them in bulk and offer them as a product, 
we're able, you're able to typically get the gun and the accessories on it cheaper than you'd be able to buy the gun from us and then buy it yourself and put it together. Right. So that, that's kind of the idea behind it. But again, if people just want to buy a base gun and dress it up themselves however they want to, that's awesome too. Yeah. You know. And then go to zenithfirearms.com? That's correct. Man, mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. I got it right. Look at that. <laughs> Usually it, there's man. always something else thrown in. We, we try to keep it simple. Hashtag. You know, like, well, they, they employ people like me. Like, like, you know, you can't get complicated. Right? I just kind of like, what? Keep it simple. Keep yeah. it simple, man. Yeah, keep so, it simple. Well, and you've yeah. got, when you go to zenithfirearms.com, you have to be sure to check out the video on there. And Ooh. The, uh, the title is... Oh, uh, you gotta help me out. Wait, Chase. which one? The the one with uh, somebody you know. Oh, yeah. oh, that 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 kind old lady that, that I know. Kind old lady. Yeah. Kind old lady. Yeah. So I mean, uh, awesome. That, yeah, yeah. That's um. It's actually uh. It's a two part video series we did. Just a little uh, introduction. Um. It's uh, Chase's grandmother, right? My mom or your mother? Yeah, yeah your mother. She, yeah. She's she's awesome. a grandmother now, I, but yeah. Well, we your mother? Yeah, my mom yeah. is in this video. <laughs> yeah, man. Shooting she, the yeah, burning it down, dude. So we actually did like a little a little thing. Uh, tap- burning yeah. it down, man. Yeah, man. Um. So we did did a little video just uh, promoting some of the guns when we released them when we first uh, got the original fixed arm brace from SP Tactical. Uh, Tactical Walls came out and helped us out and uh, it was just a, it was a neat little thing just trying to demo the usefulness of the gun in a self-defense role, a home defense cool. scenario. Yeah, that's but then awesome. we, we put a little fun Had twist fun on it. With it. Yeah, you know, kind of did like a zombie thing. So, you know, people are always doing the whole home home invasion thing and all yeah. that. And, like, and that's honestly what we're talking about. But we put a little fun twist on it and so my mom burns down some zombies. Nice. And, yeah, gets down. So it was, it was a lot so of I'm fun. I'm going to go man. watch that tonight. Yeah, yeah we, dude. We've already extended an invitation to Chase's mother as well that, you know, she could be a part of the, one of the next HTC videos. Dude, she, she will do it. And she, it was She'd awesome. make it weird too, man. Because like, oh, yeah. I, I tell her that, and she's like, hey. uncomfortable, weird, or just weird. Um, she'd probably just like look at you, decide what you would make you most uncomfortable, and go with that. And run. With yeah, that. she's She'll pretty, fit she's in. Awesome. She'll fit in just fine. Yeah, yeah, shop. yeah. She'd yeah. be like, so I get to be in a video. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Can they tie me up? I'm like, why, mom? Like, you really want to know? No, no, I don't want to know. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she, yeah, she's she's she a cool be a lady, hostage. So. Yeah, she, she must have seen must have seen the Tim video. She did actually. She did see that. And so she was like, "Oh, that's so neat!" And she's like, "And then she, you know, she's like, why did they cut it off at the end there with the they had the battery all hooked what, up? Like, what happened to yeah, it? Yeah, what happened? Like, I wanted to see that part. I'm like, Jesus, mom, all right." So where's the video? I'm pulling it up right now. You got me. Oh, you so got if, me you're looking, if you're looking at a, uh, our website, there's a slider, so it should just sort of come through okay, on one so of them. I need to slide it. Slide that slider. Magazines. Yep. Here's a bunch of good looking people here holding some shotguns. Almost. Almost. Oh yeah, we uh, we worked with our shotguns on uh, the junior shooters uh, club in our local area, so we're working on some collegiate uh, trap and skeet shooters. Watch it now. I that's think so. Ed Bagley Jr. Oh no, no, that's our uh, we were, we were uh, innovations. We were featured on. Is, a, is he uh, is he a firearms proponent? You know, Ed um, Jr. not he he hosts the show that that talked about our guns. I don't know personally. We didn't get to meet him. That's but it. The rest of it? the story. That's uh, right. That, it was that, the, it's called the rest of the story. I couldn't. It was remember. the Paul Harvey one. That's right. Yeah. Dating myself here, <laughs> Paul Harvey, <laughs> and now you know the rest of the, the story. rest of the story. <laughs> I used to listen to him all the time. Yeah, man. I love my Z Z There you go. Which video? I I think it was like in the link was in the banner or something, right? No, I clicked on it. This one right here. Yeah, that's the one. My gosh, that's it, man. Man, you got some. Just like my mom. Cool tech. Yeah, yeah. Cool I mean, things. she's like she's like that tall, little bee. Yeah, yeah, just like gray hair. It looks all innocent. And then, you know. Like, Absolutely, And yeah. then just break some shit out. And you're like, whoa, I did not see that coming. Like, so a month or two ago, I found some chickens, and they were wasted. I'm talking. She actually has chickens. <laughs> I don't think it was a possum. Um, and I definitely didn't think a raccoon would do that because they're much more neat. Take. 
the cage was torn completely apart. And I couldn't figure out for the life of me what could do that. So about a month ago, I was sitting here doing is my she a real actress? I looked out the window no, this in is the like first time ever being on camera. And she just like sat down and I was like, be silly, but here's the information once you get across and she just bam, did not it. Look right. And so <laughs> I ran to my Google machine and I discovered <laughs> my that what I've been dealing with all this time was zombies. Your mom is a spitfire, dude. Yeah, dude, well, she's on Well, then they started like, showing I'm, up two and my, three at a time. My mom and your mom would get along, tomatoes, That's awesome. Going she, after she my chickens again. She did, yeah. Man. And so yeah. I knew I had to do something. So I went out and got myself a Zenith Z5RS. And I am so happy. I feel at home with this now because it's very light and compact. It's also easy to conceal. And this mag holds 30 rounds. It's easy to load. She's getting into and it. And 9 millimeter it. isn't that expensive. No matter how much heat you put down range, you don't have an effect upon them unless you hit them square between the eyes. You got to double tap every time. <laughs> double tap every time. Z5 RS. Would your mom drop the F bomb? Gets the job done. No, I, don't I know. Yeah, right. could get her to drop the F bomb. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, that would be hilarious. If she, and when my grandchildren come up, yeah. I don't have to worry about them finding this because I hide it in my tactical wall. If it's perfectly oh, look at there. That little little plug. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Shameless plug. And it's very easy to operate. Who's that behind the bed? I have my hands on yeah. Oh, you saw that? Right yeah, it was a zombie. Away. We just like stuck that so in. It was like a little like, they weird still little be thing. Out I was like, someone's behind the bed. Yeah. <sighs> really? Thanks to the Zenith Z5 RS and ZQI's affordable ammunition. So. At the end of that take, it, don't it actually, mess it, with grandma. So that, that was the yeah. time for Dude, the f bomb. No, right like, no, but the first time she, the first time she did it, she goes out and shoots, and she's just like yippee kaye, motherfucker. And I'm like, <laughs> did she really? Like, like dead serious, like straight. Oh, did like, you get that on camera? Yes. Like, and I was like, please let us use that. And they're like, yeah, we can't, we can't put that on on YouTube. And I was like, oh, can we put it on the end? Yeah, put it at the end. Okay. Would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, y'all went all out for this video. It was that was some fun, good man. Makeup. Yeah, yeah, we actually had a, a, a really awesome lady. She does uh, she does makeup professionally, and she just knew uh, one of the guys who was uh, who was working with us at the time, and you know she can't do. She was out there for eighteen hours with us, and just, just did cool. it for free. It was crazy, man. She just hooked us up. Man. Some really Robert weird. Kirkman level stuff going on. Out there. <laughs> yeah, Dude, it was. It was yeah. Oh, it was awesome, man. And she, I mean, she did makeup on like six or eight, six or seven, uh, yeah, seven zombies, and uh, my mom and just some other people. We we ended up using some ideas. Come up with some ideas. We ended up not using the final, you know, final cut. Unfortunately, uh, some of the neatest stuff always like dies on the cutting room cool. floor, right? But yeah, I mean, we had, like gunshots, and she got like into it, yeah, man. Guys, you gotta uh, go to zenithfirearms.com and watch that video. You'll know which one it is when you yeah, scroll through. Yeah, the rest of the story. It's pretty, yeah, um, pretty evident there. Yeah, I mean, and that was that was a good thing. Fun, man, man, thank you so much for being Dude, on. Thank you, brother. It's a pleasure meeting it, you. Yeah, Enjoy absolutely. hearing about your your fire. I need to go and uh, check out some of your stuff because I'm yeah. not familiar with your other stuff. But uh, yeah, come by the booth, dude. Yeah, the, are you guys going to be the zombie at killers Big awesome. Three again? Yes, we'll be at Big Three. Um, every uh, probably every time, always once a year, but most likely both for both of them. So uh -huh. Have you been there before? Yeah, I've been there uh, three times now. So were you here? Were you there last time? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I did we you. meet? Yeah. 
We didn't talk though. Well, no, I said I said hi. Like I was like introduced myself, and you were talking like three other dudes. So I was like, oh, that's okay. Cool. So, but we didn't do it. No, no, oh, okay. no, no. It's okay. Yeah. Well, we need to fix that. Yeah, yeah dude. No, I need to shoot. Well. You're gonna have the guns there. So yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have our full auto stuff. We'll have some of our new models. We're working really hard on SD right now. Okay. Um, that's just a that's a whole different thing. There's some whole different animal. There's some import and export stuff going on. There's some international arms restrictions that are slowing us down. Uh, so we'll be doing that 100% in, in, in Virginia. So okay. we actually just finished construction on an 86,000 square foot manufacturing facility. We right do our, our 922R parts for our rifles. So we're finally be getting our 5.56 and 7.62 guns out by the end of the year. Right. Um, for, you know, and now once we can 9.22R, then we'll move on doing bigger stuff. And eventually we're going to make it the whole gun you know, in Virginia. So that, that'll be, nice. that's our, like our two and a half, maybe three year plan. In Afton, Virginia. Afton, Virginia. Yeah, man. Wine and Very horse cool. country and then machine guns. Yeah. <laughs> so are we are we shutting it down now? Is I this, think we're done, brother. This, did, it was a full Did you want to say anything? Do you want, you just, you're just ready to go. You're ready to get... Get on up out of here, huh? Aww. You can at least lean in if you were, if you really want to hear what your voice sounds like. Yeah, your headphones. No, I never wanted to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to thank you guys for hosting us today. It's been a great day. It's uh, been awesome. Thank thanks for, for setting up all the interviews. I mean, that made my job just the best. Awesome. Well, I, I love it when I just show up and you're <laughs> directing everybody here. I don't have to call people and chase, chase them down. down. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed it, too. I mean, No, we, it's been great, man. We've got, it's been really good. We've got some great friends in the industry. Absolutely. And, I mean, I tell yeah. you, not a single person that I talked to that I extended the invite to said, nah. No, nah, I'll no talk thanks. to that jerk. Yeah, everybody was excited. You know, they wanted to come by and yeah. you know, support the podcast and support us. And, That's you know, awesome. We're just, they were all happy to be a part of it, and I, I think we had had some good folks today. I know we had some good folks today. And oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to listening to the podcast. You know, when, when's it yeah. going to air? Well, yeah. You're going to have yeah. to give me some time on that. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. I got to do a I lot like of editing. editing. Yeah, dude, I have lots cool. of editing. Well, to that's because there are friends. You know? I've probably done at least. <laughs> I've probably done at least 40 interviews, man. Oh man. Not today. Not oh. not today, but full the past three days. I got you. Yeah, I hope yeah. you don't. Like Some sleep. of them have been like an like this one's over an hour we've been doing. Yeah, oh, wow. You know, but it was a couple of different people too. Right. So, yeah, we were, we yeah. they came and went. Yeah, we right sort on. Of, so this I mean, right here is a whole schedule. show by itself. You know, that's, that's awesome. one episode right here all by itself. Well, you know, yeah. when we were talking and I asked Marty, I'm like, well, you know, how what's the typical segment length? And yeah. He's like, yeah, maybe 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> and like, but sometimes if you've got a really good conversation, really cool folks going, we'll let it roll and. Nice. You know, so I think we had yeah. a lot of that today with just some great folks on. My shows have been rolling. going about two hours here uh -huh. lately just because of the, the content's been really good, the conversations. That's but. awesome, dude. <coughs> but, man. you know, people's attention span, you know how that goes. Oh, yeah. No, ab absolutely, man. Where can, uh, how can we, like, help share it and stuff? I mean, I yeah, when you I do all the, the social media stuff, and I'm trying to just okay. learn, get better. And, I mean, anything <laughs> yeah, so, we do, man. And, um. I'll tell. We'll talk about that off air. Oh, okay. Let's, All right. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Right on. Close dude. it off. We're gonna we're gonna shut down the 2017 NRA annual meeting here in Hotlanta. Again, <laughs> high threat concealment. Thank you so much for today. Thank you. Eagle God. Imports Party. for Friday and Saturday. Uh, great bunch of guys over there, and the plethora of companies that we've That's that we've interviewed. Uh, you lead heads are going to be very pleased with the content that we have coming up. Yeah, man. Yeah. You guys want to say anything? Sign off? 
Yeah, dude, just thank you everybody for listening. This is fantastic. And thank you to Adam for dude, hosting this and, and getting us on here. This is fantastic. You guys have been helping us out since the very, very beginning. And, and man, I just cannot thank you enough, brother. Well, we love you guys. And Marty, you know, dude, thanks for yeah. making this possible today. Yeah. I mean, we, oh. we've had a great time with it. And you know, look forward to doing it again, My brother. Pleasure. Look forward My to pleasure. seeing you down at Big Three here yeah, in the man. fall. And oh, yeah, I can't wait. Do some more good things. Well, and, you know, let me let me know, too, because we'd like to, you know, we got to put something special together for the for the lead heads out there too absolutely show, show some love for so sure HGC. we'll come up with a discount code or something absolutely that'd be awesome and dude just thank you for what you do man like i listen to you all thank the time you. but dude you, you, get, you get awesome information you, and you share it in a way that's unique and, and you really you're engaging for people and, and I, I know you sort of got to convince people to listen to you for a reason but when you do and you're sharing the kind of valuable information you do then you're changing people's lives for the better and that's awesome, thank you bro. brother i appreciate yeah, that yeah yeah spreading spreading the information that's it. education spreading the good word man that's I mean, what's up Doing, doing the Lord's work here. Hell yeah, yes. <laughs> so, all right, so we're going to do my sign-off. Okay. And as always, lead heads, keep your loved ones close. And your Z5RS closer. And your handguns even closer than that with one of uh, HTC's OWB or IWB holsters, the Vantage or the Spectre. There you go. Ba-boom. <laughs> we'll be back soon, lead heads. Out. All right, Leadheads, that wraps up another volume of the 2017 NRA coverage. And uh, we should only have like a couple of more of those left, but uh, there's some really good interviews still in the queue, so you guys stay tuned for that. So as promised, I'm going to give you guys uh, some awesome websites here that you can go to and get some good deals for your dad on Father's Day. The first one of those is going to be Frontier Tactical. You can get the awesome Warlock System. Uh, so if your dad's got an AR-15, he can get that Warlock system and convert his existing AR to a multiple caliber system. Uh, and then they've got their full line of ARs as well that you could, uh, you know, if you got the dough for that for Father's Day, I'd make you uh, probably a number one uh, kid in the eyes of your dad. So get him a Frontier Tactical multi-caliber full system AR-15. FrontierTactical.com. Optimize your father's firearms with Modern Spartan Systems line of products. They've got lubes and oils and cleaners and uh, even stuff for your vehicle. So check out ModernSpartanSystems.com. And then, of course, if your dad's into, uh, into target shooting, there's nothing more satisfying than that ting of an AR-500 steel target from X-Steel Targets. X-Steel Targets. They've got a wide variety of uh, products there that, uh, depending on your budget, they've got something there that's going to meet your needs at xsteeltargets.com. And then, of course, the Tactical Squirrel monthly subscription box. If you guys aren't subscribed to this yet, then you're doing yourselves and your father a disservice. So this would make the perfect Father's Day gift. Sign him up for a monthly subscription to Tactical Squirrel's monthly tactical boxes. They've got a wide variety each month of different kind of products, uh, ranging from ammo sometimes to gloves to knives to, you know, all kinds of different outdoor tactical survival gear. You go to Talking Lead's website, uh, www.talkingled.com, and then the link at the top of the page, we've got Tactical Squirrel monthly box there. You guys just click on that. And boom, you get your options for your different boxes. Sign up there. And by signing up, 
on your first monthly subscription box as a thank you you're going to get something special because you are a lead head that's right so go to our website talkingled.com click on the tactical squirrel link there and sign up for yourself for your father for a family member uh, even makes great gifts for our men and women overseas serving our country that's uh, a perfect way to thank them as you're shopping these websites don't forget to use the promotional code leadhead all lowercase letters all one word l-e-a-d-h-e-a-d for your special promotional discount thanks to all you leadheads for all the support and if you would please leave us some feedback on itunes iHeartRadio, youtube wherever it is that you download and listen to the show we greatly appreciate that and uh, we'll be back next week with another awesome show for you leadheads so until then all right so we're gonna do my sign off okay and as always, lead heads, keep your loved ones close and your Z5RS closer. And your handguns even closer than that with one of uh, HTC's OWB or IWB holsters, the Vantage or the Spectre. There you go. Ba-boom. <laughs> we'll be back soon, lead heads. Out. <laughs>